No, just it's just well up there. No, I've been up for like like thirty minutes or so. Okay. Bam, we are live. I was thinking uh, this morning. I couldn't. I couldn't come up with a really good analogy, but I was thinking about our friend who is making all these bad decisions right now because instead of asking questions, they're just acting. And we can all, everyone can see it around them. It's like they're spraying gasoline on a fire. And we're like, dude, you got to use water. (laughs) But no one's saying anything. It's so crazy. It's so fucking crazy. But no one's, why don't, why don't you think any of us are saying anything? I was trying to think about it this morning just because like the person's just a bully. Well, sometimes when you get super close to the fire to put it out, you're the one that gets burned. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Great point, great point. Actually, that is what I think you just nailed why I don't, um, <laughs> why I'm not going over there. Everybody it's just so weird. It's, it would be so easy to be like, uh, I can't believe we're watching this. I mean, it's fun. It, part of me enjoys it. It's like, it's like, you know, on Instagram, like someone shows you a clip and it's like some someone – um. Like do you remember during uh, uh, the 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 pandemic, you'd see people filling up pl- uh, uh, plastic bags full of gasoline, and the gasoline's leaking out, and then they put the gasoline in their trunk, and you're like, "What the?" On Instagram, it's funny, right? But when you're at the gas station, like we are, it, it's 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 also very uncomfortable. Yeah, especially if they start smoking a cigarette while it's filling up. Yeah, it's so fucking nuts what we're watching. I want to I want to tell you guys the um some more intimate details about it not 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 because you're missing out or not missing out if I tell you but it's just such a classic story of it's um I want to lump it up in the woke camp but but I mean I see people I see people on the left and right do this all the time when someone should be asking questions and taking responsibility and instead just pointing fingers fucking everywhere and blaming like this person's trying to put this fire out with gasoline while screaming um, that the people who tried with water are idiots. It's, 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 I can't believe we're watching it, but I am enjoying it. Are you enjoying a little bit of it? <laughs> I can just, just, there's nothing at stake for me. The fire is so far away from my own house. I guess there's, I guess there's, there, you could say that there's a lot of stake for, for humanity. Yeah. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? If if you believe in it, it's a little bit of the butterfly effect. If this thing gets fucked up, um, a lot of I guess other people could lose out on opportunity. Yeah, that's true. The pizza might never get invented if this if this person stumbles <laughs> and falls, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about it that way, but you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in that way, there's a lot at stake. Uh, one of our colleagues was like. Pretty pretty sad by what what they're seeing happen, and I'm like, hey, dude, it's 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 like a knife fight, but it's just rubber knives. Like, don't worry, like, no one's gonna die. But now now that I'm talking to you, I'm like, well, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. We're t- I don't know, but I'm gonna tell you guys sooner or later. I'm gonna have to tell you guys the because de- it's such a great story. This uh yeah, I take a, a stab at it, please. No, 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 no. I was actually gonna <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna change over to something that I think you would you would like and think is funny because I know we're we're getting big time when I start getting just some hate in my DMs. 
Oh, really? Uh, yeah. What about? Yeah, I was told I was a uninformed moron. Oh, so reg- was it? regarding yeah, what? The best part about it was I didn't remember even saying it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you, That's you know, half the shit. Like... <laughs> yes. Yes. So uh, when I, th- I think it was the last live call we were on, and um, I had ended something by saying, "Yeah, and too bad they got they got Trump out of office. It'd been terrible if we bought uh, brought back jobs in America or something." Yeah, along that line, manufacturing in America or something like that. Oh, oh, I is this person going to say that there's less unemployment now than when Trump was in office? Please don't tell me they said that. No, actually, they're they're writing to me was just, hey, thanks for saying that. So now I know how much of a moron you are. <laughs> oh, but they don't tell you what they don't tell you what? No, no, no leaked article. No being like, hey, you're wrong. There wasn't actually like. But the funny part was, is I thought it was going to be something that I would really leaned into and like talked about. And yeah. so I just I thought it was hilarious that it was just like a, a passing comment. You know, it was that was in your DMs. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I don't remember you talking about that either. It was literally just a like a in passing comment. I was like, yeah, and how terrible was it? Got Trump out that wanted to bring jobs back to the U.S. Then I think I said they're taking away my jobs afterwards or something like that. <laughs> Very tongue in cheek. We are not we. I mean, we someone took the time out of their day to, to like write that to me. <laughs> uh, um, I would say 10% of the YouTube comments are just a reminder to me that people aren't listening to the show. Oh, yeah. When you find that one that's just like, you can Every tell 10. just by reading it, they're like, what the fuck is this guy? Yeah, like you didn't even listen to it. Like you got <laughs> triggered and um, and just wrote this. Yeah. Uh, so someone said, was someone was saying to me that, um, uh, I should contact Kevin Ogar's wife if I want someone to come on here and talk about the um, adaptive class at the CrossFit Games. There's tons of athletes I could reach out to. We had someone, we had a dude, great dude on here, a Jedediah, right? Yeah. Is that who it was? Yeah, yeah Jedediah is awesome. Yeah, I, I would, and I'm sure I'll invite him again um, as we get closer to uh, game season. He was a, he was a great guest. My point was is that there there's a guy over there, that guy Alex Erkenbach who would mm. rather he's more concerned about himself and the, and the woke agenda and just all the crazy shit that they do over there than, than promoting what's right. They, they have people like that on the affiliate team. They have people like that on the games team. It, it's the nature of, well, you have people like that in the white house you have people like that, you know, all sorts of people who would uh, throw the baby out with the bath water, uh, cut off the nose, despite the face, however you want to, um, however you want to word it. It's just, it, it's crazy. I, there's this line that I've used many times in my life that the thing that uh, distinguished me from a lot of people is I need to get what I want. I don't need to be right. Mm. And that has served me so well in life. That has really, 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 really served me well in life. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean really well, I got some great stories that I'll say for 10 years from now where I made out very well, just, just making sure I got what I want instead of uh, uh, people feel uh, fear Zirkenbach. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Th- that's what happens when you get power. There's a lot. There's a lot of people there who uh, fear him because um, there. You know, when there's people in power, there's other people who will feel that they'll lose their job. Yeah, exactly. And that's why some of the other people I've contacted and who haven't responded to me, who I'm, I, I can't believe wouldn't come on the show to, to help push the uh, adaptive agenda and get it some attention. I assume that I assume 
because I know these people and I don't want to call them out by name that they're just afraid that they'll lose their job. Good morning, Mr. Spin. Mm. Good morning. Um, how is getting what you want being different than uh, being right? Um, that that is a that is a good question, but I do I I do completely agree. It's like first before getting emotional about something, like <clears throat> decide what's the the best outcome for you. Like, what are you actually trying to get out of this? Yeah, and then stay focused on moving forward towards that, even though people might be slinging mud at you at the process as you move towards I'll, that. I'll give you total. Uh, I can't think of a, a real life example right now, but I'll give you total bullshit example. Um, I'm leaving out the house, and I have uh, five minutes to get my kids to tennis, and my wife is upset at me about something, and instead of standing my ground and being like, no, I did turn off the stove. I'm like, you know what? There's a good chance I did leave it on. And she's like, okay. And then, and then I get out of the house and I get to my kids to tennis on time. And that's the lesson where they learn the trick that makes them pro. And then they make $10 billion and I ride off into the sunset. <laughs> and I'm telling you, it's worked like that for me. I, I, I'll tell you, I got two houses, two houses. I got down payments for two separate houses because there were people around me who had too much pride to just let shit go. And, uh, and I was like, Hey, that's, there, there's no, there there. Like, I don't have to compromise my integrity at all. And, uh, it's just, it's just, I, I needed to get my kids to tennis. I, I, there's no, that was the goal in the moment. So that's the difference. And, and, and so my wife, this is just bullshit too, by the way. Um, I just made this up, but my wife can then think that she's right. And I left the stove on, but I got what I wanted. And so that, that, that's sort of the difference. And you can see that all the time. I mean, with egomaniacs, it's so easy to do that too. It's so easy. It's so easy to take their lunch. They're they're. I, I hate to be a out, out someone, but Suze is a master at that. Master at what? <laughs> Taking the lunch from the egomaniac. <laughs> um, predictable behaviors. Dark Lord Revon, uh, love what you guys are doing for the community and spreading the word. Keep it up. Thank you, Dark Lord. <sighs> that was a weird um, statement to make. Uh, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Yeah. Yeah, that's good too. Yeah. That, that's another great – because, yeah, I, I'm when I get to tennis – I'm watching my, what I want to do is I want to be sitting in my um, tricked out lawn chair uh, at a seascape tennis club, watching my kid play tennis. Yeah. And that, and I'm tickled. And then I call Sarah Cox and we tell jokes to each other and plan on my visit. Yeah. That's way more fun. Than arguing about the stove. Yeah. I'm going down uh, to Newport on the 7th or the 8th. My kids have a jujitsu. Oh, this coming gym. month? No, of May of May. Oh, me. Uh, me. I'm really excited. Hey, is it going to rain today? Is it raining at your house right now? It, it, do you know? Yeah. Have you looked out the window? It is raining? Yeah. Uh, it's not raining right this second, but it was. It's super gloomy. Uh, let's talk about more important things. Let's get uh, into specifics today. Uh, uh, JT Watkins, um, how often do you all wash your vehicles? <laughs> Are you allowed to do that in Cali? You know, I hadn't washed my Forerunner in five years, and um, I went on a trip, and I came back, and my nephew had watched, washed it, washed it, washed it, washed it, washed it. Oh, what a good dude! I know that's cool, right? Did it look way nicer? Were you like surprised? Way though? nicer. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't recognize it. Yesterday, my wife was somewhere in the car, and I parked next to it, bringing some other kids there, 
And uh, I was like, oh, that's the nice forerunner. And then I think Avi said, that's ours. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's black now. It's not gray anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. Not often. Tyler, not often. No one has, who has time for that? Mm. I should get David Goggins on the show. I should. <laughs> I know. If anyone knows him, tell him. It would totally bro out. Yeah, I think you would. It'd be cool. Oh, uh, Jake Paul fights tonight four four thirty eight. Sorry, really? I just I just sent it to you. No, uh, it's not right. even tonight. He fights in a couple hours. I thought wasn't it? Didn't Dana? I saw something about Dana White. This could be older, out of context, but didn't Dana White say something like they didn't? They only sold half the tickets, and it was being switched I, or shut down or something. Honestly. Like Holy smokes. I, I love I love staying on top of all the fight game and I'm thinking I don't know if I'm gonna buy this. I don't think I, I suspect I'm not going to. If it I suspect I'm not buying this. <laughs> but I watched the hype. The hype was pretty good. Yeah. Wanna play it here? Sure. Good deal then, since you're so confident. If you win, I'll pay you double what I'm paying you already. But if I win, I take everything that I'm paying you. Deal or no deal, since you're so confident. Take it. Deal or no deal? Take it. Take it. Sit back down. I just want to shake Sit your hand. Sit back down. You don't. You've got a deal. All or nothing. All or nothing. You've got it. You've got it. You've got it. You've heard it. He's got it. And, and you know what's funny? And then, he, and then he rips on him a little bit. He's like, I, his dad sounds just like his brother, which is crazy. His dad sounds just like, and looks just like Tyson Fury. But right then, Jake Paul said exactly what I was thinking. He's like, that's funny. Your dad had to make the deal for you. Your dad. <laughs> He's a world-class shit talker, that's for sure. <clears throat> um, Sevon, uh, did you see Woody Harrelson's rant on SNL? No, I got, almost got in a fight with Woody Harrelson one time. What? <laughs> yeah, on campus at UC Santa Barbara, he was there, and I was talking to him, and he just turned into an asshole. <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, what was his rant? Is he? Uh, it's funny. One of the things I heard from uh, Howard Stern when I was on there, like everything about him is woke, and then he's complaining about cancel culture. And I'm like, dude, dude, you're you're you are cancel culture. He's starting to look like he has Down syndrome as he gets older. A little bit. I think smoking that much weed isn't good for you. And not long-term. I think anything long-term is that is good for you. Uh, Judy Reed, I, I wonder if Harrelson can get canceled from that movie, White Man Can't Jump. God, I really enjoyed that as a kid. <sighs> Wait, is that true? No. Oh. I knew it wasn't true as soon as I saw it. <laughs> yeah, I like how you knew exactly what I was reading, too. I know. You knew exactly it wasn't true. <laughs> sick one of the wrenches on him. Uh, how about this? 439. To see if you can tell me what's going on here. What is... What is Joe Biden really is weekend at Bernie's. It, it, it's not even a joke anymore, right? Unfortunately, not. It, it always looks – one of, one of our close friends told me that um, Joe Biden looks like two people are always holding his arms to help him walk, and then they're CGI'd out. 
God. He really is Dr. Romanoff's example of the pose method in running. You know Dr. Romanoff? The the no. running guy from the CrossFit world? He's the Russian running coach. Anyway, he invented pose running. Basically, it's just lean forward and catch yourself. That's what mm-hmm. walking is. Yeah, I was familiar with that. Yeah, it's just lean forward and catch yourself. Look at this fucking guy. This is okay. where is this? Is this Russia? No. Ukraine? Where is this? Where? This is nuts. Watch what happens. Hey, isn't it obvious? Like, let me ask you just a quick question. When he's walking, where do you think he's supposed to be walking? I would assume just straight down the, the red carpet line, right? Yeah, that like he's supposed to stay on the carpet, right? Yeah, 100%. Just walk yeah, straight down it. That's what the carpet's for. Uh, yes. He knows that. You know that. We all know that. Yeah, it's the red carpet. Okay. Now watch Uh-oh. this shit. <laughs> this shit is crazy. Okay, turn around. Oh no! Hey, it's, look how many it's, people. Look how the look. He comes and like has to. It's like a. He's like the dog trainer. You see him have to do the yes. spin, and then he's got to keep him on. And then once he goes off, they don't make it look too forceful like they're controlling him. They kind of just go like, okay, yeah, we'll just go with it as if you're supposed to be here off the red carpet. It's so dog trainer. It's so that. it's it that's exactly what it is. If you've ever taken your dog to a dog class, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, he does the whole spin and everything. Oh fuck, it's weird. It's kind of sad. Like if that was like your relative or something like that, and they were parading him out at some point, you would kind of be like, "Hey guys, come on, like this, is, <laughs> this isn't cool anymore." Why like would that guy? Why would that guy give two shits if we started World War Three? He wouldn't. What? Right, right. He didn't <laughs> care. He's, de- he's dead in a in a week anyway. Yeah, <laughs> he'll never see the end of it anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, Justin uh, Zizumbo, it's so it's way sad. Uh, Ryan Sampson, it's so fucking sad. It's just elder abuse. Uh, Mike Oxlong, yeah, it's. Why I wonder why his wife doesn't say something. Hey, you think you hand him an iPhone and say, "Hey, can you do me a favor? We're looking for this email from a week ago. Can you go ahead and and open it up on your inbox and you just hand him the phone? Like, can he, he navigate, can navigate that? Does yeah. he have that skill set? Yeah." And if he doesn't, isn't that just a massive red flag for how the fuck is he supposed to like run the country and understand what's going on? That's a good question. Uh, Ryan Sampson, definitely not. That's crazy. Hey, did, did CrossFit ever, do we, have we gotten any de- uh, definitive acknowledgement on either way on what, what the, um, the thruster is? Yeah. The thruster. Do we know yet? I mean, other than, other than Greg stapling it down for everybody the other day, I don't think we've heard anything definitive. I want to see if, uh, is, I wonder if, um, I'm going over the leaderboard right now. I wonder if, uh, Patrick Vellner's score still stands. I have it. I, I assume that I get all, I get all my, um, news now from that text thread. So like, and like something didn't pop up, like then I assuming it's still standing. I don't see Vellner in the top 50. Uh, let me change mine. I'm gonna, I'm wow, Joe Scally, number 34. Do you know who that is? Yeah, wasn't – isn't he an old-time competitor? Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen that yeah, name yeah. in forever. Yeah, uh, Joe Scally. Yeah, I don't see um, – that's interesting. Wasn't 
Hey, there's uh, somebody with my last name. You see that? Number 42. Is, is it you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Definitely not me. <laughs> you only have one Z? Yeah. It's about the same as I, I mean, play. Of, co- of course I know you only have one Z. Yeah. I'm just just about as buff as that guy, too. <laughs> same physique Jeez. as well. <laughs> Look at that dude's hair. What is that? Like a Lego head? He's <laughs> 22. Hey, did you run the open in your affiliate? Yeah. Yeah. How'd it go? How'd it go? It went good. We, you know, we didn't have like a ton of people uh, sign up this year as we have, have in the past, but that's mostly just due to our pushing of it, right? Like you only get as many people signed up for the open as the coaches and the affiliate owners really, really like push for it. So it was a smaller group, which was actually nice as far as a logistics standpoint, but it's still a long night. Cause I mean, I coach Friday, I coached that five thirty AM class. So I get there at five and I think I got home last night from Friday at just after nine, 9 PM. Damn. Mm-hmm. Susie, you're Brazilian. Are you Portuguese? Oh, yeah. Are you Brazilian? I'm Portuguese. Yeah. Oh yeah. You look it actually. Yeah. My, my oh. grandpa's size from Kauai. Uh Pat redid it. Um, Someone sent me a post today. Do you, you remember the uh, the video of Al- Alessandra Pacelli? Uh, CrossFit put out former games athlete Alessandra Pacelli doing 23A and 23B. And someone pointed out to me that she doesn't start behind the line on the shuttle runs. Oh, and I look, no. And she doesn't. And she, do, and, uh, she clearly on one of them, she doesn't. Both feet are in front. Oh, that's rough. It's an endless shit show of stuff. How how do you – I mean, you were on the inside of a lot of that for years. How does that communication breakdown happen? Are people just siloed off or – Maybe because no one's scared anymore. Like Dave, like, struck the fear of – Maybe. Like, I, I don't I, – I'm, I'm, I'm part joking but part serious. Maybe without Greg and Dave, no one's scared enough to do their job. I mean, people there used to also really care. But I'm thinking of the people's names who work there now. And – it, it's it's not a uh, – you know who they are unless they've really stepped up. I mean, there were some – there were – I mean, obvi- I'm trying to think. Obviously, Adrian Bosman is a beast. Yeah, of course. Um, and, uh, Todd Woodman's on the team, I think, or he was, Chuck Carswell. But I'm thinking about the people who are actually in the games office at HQ, and they're all mice. They're mice. They're – yeah, I, I I don't see anyone there being uh, speaking up, and and also there might be a little bit of the factor like we were saying earlier. People are scared. Mm-hmm. I want to point something out and give like I'd rather just keep my job and get my paycheck. Yeah, yeah, you're the one that points it out, so then all of a sudden you became the the person blamed for it. I, I'm personally, I just think it sucks that these mistakes are happening with like kind of the uh, pass of the torch over to Boz because I just feel like he deserves like better. So if there was a a team around, and I don't know how much autonomy he, he does has deserve better. He I does just, deserve better. Yeah, I mean, I know from what I watched in the past and how much he puts it himself into these things and how much he tries to operate at like the highest level. That you know, he's just like super disappointed when these mistakes happen because I feel like oh. it takes away from all the good that he's bringing to the table. Oh, you want to see? You want here? I'll show you this. I went over to the CrossFit podcast uh, last night. You found it. I found it. Good job. <laughs> and. Uh, they now have a, they, uh, a few months ago, they had 1,050 subscribers. Now they have 1,060 subscribers. They've put on 10 subscribers. Well, and someone's going to be in trouble for that. And they have a new show. They have a new show on the CrossFit podcast that's run by Adrian Conway. 
and he's done five shows, and they're mixed in there with the shows Chase does. Okay. And they've and done them together Con- too, right? I'm sorry? And Chase and him do some together too? Adrian and Chase? I guess. I, now okay. that I, I, I guess. I, whenever I see Adrian and Chase on there, I just always assume Adrian uh, Conway is just a guest. Uh, Adrian Conway is, you know, L1 trainer, a very well-spoken, handsome buff, former game ass, uh, games athlete. But he's done these five shows. They're not doing well at all. Um, but his fifth guest is someone who works in the game de- games department named named oh fuck what's her name Heather fuck maybe you could go to the CrossFit podcast and look at episode five they're not even five shows in I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier they're not even five shows in and they have someone on there. They have a diversity equity person at the highest level on the CrossFit Games team. Can you imagine how crippling that is? And I watched the video. You want to fucking blow your brains out. Almost nothing is said. The whole interview is just a waste. I kind of, when I saw it, I kind of wanted to like erase it from my head because I like Adrian Conway and I don't want to think that he's woke. But one of the questions he fucking asked this lady is like, um, can you tell us uh, what it's like uh, working in a... Uh, a, a, a male-dominated uh, sport as a, a, a male-dominated field as a woman, and it was just like, and first of all, she didn't give any good. She didn't give a good answer. Like I wanted her to be like this one time I was using the bathroom and a guy came in there and pushed his dick up against me and told me that if I didn't take the cock, I wouldn't get promoted. Instead, it's left as more woke fucking vagaries. It, it's so, it's so empty. It's so vapid. But it explains her, her every every word out of her mouth is everything that fucking the broken science conference was like. Yeah, this is what you should be worried about. At one point Heather in there, Lawrence. at what's her name, Heather? What Lawrence? Heather Lawrence. Equity and inclusion in sport. I mean, I don't know how Adrian Conway let them name his fucking show that. By the way, another interesting thing, by the way, is that they never had a symbol. Will you go back there a second? They never had a symbol for their podcast, mm-hmm. and now they do. I recognize that one. Yeah, that's the one from yeah, that's the one from my the one I had the podcast. They've just repurposed it, which I'm okay with. They've yeah. put on ten subscribers, but this um, this is you. This interview is fucking painful. This is what's wrong with CrossFit. Well, listen to her talk. Do you want to play it? No. Well, if you at one point she says at one point at the five minute mark she uh, she's alluding to the fact that she's educated and has a PhD and that that's really new for CrossFit to have people come from academia, uh, and she couldn't be further wrong. Uh, Melissa Yinger over there who worked for me is a PhD in I th- I want to say French literature or some shit. The fucking guy who was the CEO, the dipshit who crashed the company, I think had two uh, PhDs in uh, in in English and in uh, Greek uh, history. Trust the experts. Oh, she and don't get me started on this chick's haircut. I, I if there's a correlate, if there's a correlate for uh, a mental illness, it's this haircut. And I, I hate to take it to somewhere so shallow, but or super, <laughs> sir, superficial. Uh, those are old, bro. I don't think Conway's doing them anymore. Uh, bro, uh, I think these are new. Will you go to the? Will you go to the page? Three weeks. Three weeks ago. Yeah, this is not old. This is all new shit. So if you want to know what's going on at the games team and what Adrian has to deal with, this this lady's probably asking him, uh, Adrian, uh, there's a disproportionate uh, – um, well, you, well, you saw what they do at the White House. 
They don't care about competency. They're collecting white uh, women. They're collecting women, black people, and uh, trannies and gay people. That's what. That's how they're. They're. Imagine a deck of cards: one tranny, one black dude, uh, uh, one woman, uh, one midget, uh, one Armenian. Nah, I already got the Armenians aren't good. Uh, oh, that black guy doesn't think like us. Take. I need that card back. Give me that one. Uh, oh, oh God. I will skip the black guy now. Two gay guys. The black, hey man, the black guys, 437. Man, the black guys are going to do it. I'm telling you. They got to do it. I think they're going to do it. I think the black guys are going to do it for us. I swear. I believe it. Do you think they're going to do it for us? Go from slaves to saviors. Look at this shit. I, I, I believe this. Maybe I'm delusional, but I believe this shit right here. Black people are going to save America from Joe Biden. Amen. Think so? Okay. Look, the guy's laughing. We got tricked. He's weakened at Bernie's, bro. (laughs) So black people is like, yo, champ, we might need Donnie back in there. (laughs) I'm here in the hood. Black people. Yep, people are waking up to the bullshit. Uh, thank you for our money, but the fart, the part, the fart, the part where you think that we're too stupid to get driver's licenses, uh, uh, we're not going to tolerate that. Yeah. The thing, the thing, the difference between woke white people and woke black people is uh, black people aren't pussies. I know that's a sweeping generalization, but in general, is. but yeah, by but, but you see what I'm saying, right? Like if you're woke and you're white. You're you're kind of being a coward and lacking courage comes with it, but if you're woke and you're black, you 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 kind of you still you still got you for some reason you get to keep your courage. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Sunday morning tithes at Church of Sevon, Jeremy at World, five dollars. Oh, I wish I had some good God stuff to say uh, to post. Maybe there's something in here about Jesus I can find. Oh, that would be good. You have like a um a Jesus section. Yeah, for my base. Yeah, thank you for saving me. As, <laughs> as you knew, I had no, nowhere to go with that. I didn't even know what it was called. Scripture is that what it is? Like, yeah, like a reading, like a scripture reading every Sunday. Uh, this just says great teacher. How about four thirty four? Let's do four thirty four here, uh, Jeremy. Uh, this is. I would like to dedicate this next segment uh, to you. Um, I'm not sure if it is from our Lord and Savior uh, Jesus Christos. But uh, either way, uh, I think this would give um, a stamp of approval from, from the king. Here we go. As possible, so that everybody feels good about themselves. Like, if you're fat, whose fault is that? Yours. And I'll tell you that straight up. That's because of the things you put in your, in your mouth. Will you pause? Forcing shit down your... This is a high school teacher. He just told his class, if you're fat, it's your fault because of what you put in your mouth. If you're putting your a, mouth. This is a high school teacher talking to his class. Okay, here we go. Throat. But everybody wants to everybody wants to be body positive. Let's 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 celebrate fat people. Why? They're gonna fucking die because they're fat. <laughs> yeah, y'all laugh. This is the truth. Again, don't care. You're fat. It can be genetic. That's bullshit. That's a fucking excuse. It can be genetic. Yeah. Guess what? My entire family's fat. I'm not. I'm one of the most in shape people around here. I do marathons. 
All my parents are fat. My parents are fat and my so is my brother. That's not genetics. That's a fucking excuse. That's okay. That's fine. That's the mindset y'all have. Let's find an excuse. It's somebody else's fault. It's always somebody else's fault. I couldn't get to class, coach. Whatever. It's somebody else's fault. It's not your fault. Take responsibility for yourself. Okay? No one cares, especially when you come to my class. And y'all probably should understand that by now. We're, we're almost 20 weeks into school. Some of y'all still don't understand how it operates. Some of y'all still don't understand if you just turn your work in, you'll pass this class. Okay? You just The people who do, you're like, yeah, it's fucking easy. I don't see how you're failing. But, I mean, there's over 50% of this class has failed. That's all it is. And that frustrates me as a person because I just feel like I'm wasting my time talking to a bunch of idiots who don't give a shit. That's frustrating as a teacher. I wish I could be in my position. They've got heads up now because Coach Dickey's throwing the F-bomb out everywhere. It's amazing how many people pay attention now. Coach Dickey. I need you repeating it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's okay. <laughs> yeah, y'all pay attention now because I'm fired up. Because it's annoying. Five minutes ago, most everyone else's head was down. And I'm just talking to a blank audience. That's, that's just... Decide. Now I don't know if this is true, but I heard this guy is a uh, customer of California Hormones. That it could, I don't know if you <laughs> verify that, but I heard that uh, he went to cahormones.com and plugged in uh, code Sevon. He got his free doctor's consult. So what do you think? Though you think that dude got fired? You think he's facing like scrutiny with like the board and stuff now? No, I on I I think so many people get away with that shit. I think it's the Unless he's in Chicago. Someone I agree with this clip. Is that the same mindset comparable to the notion that alcoholism is genetic as well? Your thoughts? You know, I was I was telling my we, – we drove by the other day. Uh, there's a bunch of tents on the side of the freeway, and my son goes, hey, are those homeless people? I go, ah, kind of. And he goes, what do you mean? I go, well, they're not – they're homeless by choice. He goes, what do you mean? I'm like, well, the real problem is that they're drug addicts. He goes, what's that? I go, I go, it's the stuff that people take that makes it so, like, you start talking to yourself and – and you slowly start to die. It kills you. And he goes, why would people want to do that? And I go, I, it's like food to them. He's like, it can't be food to them. Food keeps you alive. I'm like, oh, fuck. He's fucking me up. I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out how to explain to him. <laughs> well, I was just trying to explain to him the priority. I tried to give him the list of priorities of how people want to live their lives. And those people have chosen something, a pathway that's made it more important to them to get drugs than to have shelter. And so now you're bringing up the question, which is a fucking great question, um, is is the uh, is um, you agree with the clip that it's 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 other people's fault? Is it comparable to that notion that alcoholism is genetic? I I honestly don't know. I, I don't have a, I don't have an opinion on it. But my where I take it is. Are people addicted to being a? This is where I take it. Are people be addicted to being a victim as much as they're addicted to alcohol? Like, is it? Is it? How hard is it to stop? Um, what's harder? Quit smoking cigarettes. Quit drinking alcohol. Um, quit late night snacking. Or quit playing the victim. It, it, that's where I took it. I kind of flipped the script on it. You, you know what I mean, uh, Kenneth. I don't, know. I don't know. I've never, I've never even heard it po- uh, thought of that way. Are people addicted to a certain way of thinking? Is and everything right. just a thought process? Because they're like, oh, but you have these receptors, and they, and they. I know when I, when I, when I've quit nicotine, I have, I have. It's a, it's a physical. I go through some physical shit, like twitching and shit, and I catch myself being tense. And 
Go ahead, Susan. It reminds me of that. Have you seen that like cartoon where it's like a guy getting into a uh, limo and he's like dressed like a businessman and then he's passing a walking past a guy that's like uh, <laughs> has like the typical homeless look sitting on on the curb against a fence and he says, "Hey, man, I'm only here because my dad was alcoholic." And then the guy getting in the limo says, "Yeah, me too." Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. interesting because like I'm only here because my dad beat me. Yeah, me too. That's think- good. How do you, why do you think that there's a difference between people like that, right? Because you could have two twins and wasn't there an experiment? I don't know enough about this to talk about it. Like, Well, here, look at this real quick. Uh, humanity is genetic. I mean, that's, that's another thing too. He, like Chris just pulled the fucking, lifted up the curtain. It's all relative and contextualized. If you're going to say it's genetic, then everything's genetic and then it becomes meaningless there. That's like the thing. Well, it's God's plan. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, that's why I fucking... I got raped because it was God's plan. Thank you. I mean, you got to be careful with saying these things that are just like blanket statements unless you're unless you're willing to accept it uh, intellectually everywhere. Sorry, what were you going to say? Wasn't there a, a doctor that was did a bunch of experiments by like taking these twins that were in foster care or triplets and then dropping them into completely different environment, like home environments to see how they would how they would end up? Like, is it is it nature? Is it nurture? Yeah, you that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I saw that movie. They took those three kids, um, those three boys, Jewish boys, and, it's and they like, separated them, which is crazy is that they found each other. I can't remember. That's really I crazy. I, I can't remember what happened. Yeah, they put one in like the rich home, one in the yep. poor home. Yeah, one in like middle class or something like that and just saw what, what ended up happening to all of them. Dude, imagine running those experiments. Yeah, you're fucked. That's crazy. <laughs> Wait till you see this thing that I that wait till you see this. Uh those are the experiments we know about. Like uh, the fucked up shit that's happened that we don't. Yeah, I, I saw some I saw some fucking I saw some experiment they were running on subway trains in the sixties, in the in the in the thirties, forties, fifties, and sixties, spraying gas on the subway riders. <laughs> and just seeing how they would react. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I'm trying to see what number it is. I can't find it. Dude, there's crazy experiments going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I play one on uh, that Jerry News account every week. <laughs> My social experiment. I just put like an ambiguous comment that could go either way as far as who I'm, what, you know, side of the fence I'm on and just watch yeah. the sharks just attack each other. There. Just chum the water. Just chum the water. They attack me. They attack each other. They agree with me. Like, it's hilarious. Mr. Russ Stevens, I was thinking the video you had of the Democrats hating on Republicans. What if the videographer simply didn't show those that were friendly to Republicans and it's just an echo chamber? I'm not sure I follow that, but I want to. Um, monster energy drinks, coffee, and cigarettes are what replaces alcohol at AA meetings. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, seven, when are you going to come out with a better clothing line? <laughs> I don't understand. You mean than this? Fair enough. <laughs> I haven't been sending you my um, text messages with life as RX. You're going to fucking... They're sh- they're shifting. They've been bought again, or they're shifting companies, or something's happening. Mm, okay, it's like the eighth time. <laughs> it says many times as uh, CrossFit's had CEOs. Uh, vindicate! Uh, I will fight you, Nathan. There. there you go. <laughs> 
Please send any uh, inquiries about the uh, apparel. Hey, did yeah, you see jo- that? Joggers would be cool. I would love some joggers. I'm kind of into joggers. Did you see the flag? Do you think jog- being see. into joggers means I'm gay? I'm open. I'm open. Well, man, that makes two of us because I've been into joggers. I-, I wore joggers back when I first went to the gym. Everybody made fun of me. <clears throat> it was like 2015 or something. Like, what are you wearing? The Look how skinny your sweats are. That looks ridiculous. And then like two years later, everybody has joggers. You think this is this guy's real name? Savon is coming out with a line, uh, or no, Adolf Oliver Bush. Oh, I ate, ate, <laughs> ate off Oliver Bush. <laughs> ate off Oliver Bush. I ate off Oliver Bush. Is that what it is? is that's it. That's it. Yep. That's one of those. That's awesome. That's one of those. <laughs> uh, the screaming mic, the only pro that belongs to like Santa Cruz. We're just waiting for a cease and desist. Yeah, that's that's my my favorite shirt though, or like favorite design. I, I would have to say. I love really? That shirt. Yeah, I like it. It's too complicated for me, but a lot of people like it. Yeah, I really like the way all the vindicated shirts like fit and feel too. Me too. I like the way they fit too. Yeah. Always oh. Good. A four thirty six. Look at this shit. We we need to Google this guy's name. I I can't believe a, a, uh, someone on an ethics committee would really say this. This is some bizarre shit. Um. So an Australian Peter Swed said Australia just denied a mother from getting a life saving heart transplant because she isn't vaccinated. This is what pure evil looks like. And this guy, Nathan Anderson, I want to Google this guy's name. He responds, hey, Peter, I'm actually a cardiologist and chairman of my hospital's ethics committee. Oh, this isn't evil. It's actually a wise utilization of scarce resources. This guy's insinuating that a heart transplant shouldn't be wasted on someone um, who isn't uh, vaccinated. Anderson, uh, MD. His mother just got denied from getting the heart transplant. And he's saying, yeah, we have to give it to somebody who's vaccinated over someone who's unvaccinated. Yeah. Like, Hey, like, um, she couldn't get, yeah, she couldn't get the heart because she's not vaccinated, which I would think would be a better person to give the heart to. Uh, Dr. Nathan Anderson is an MD and an emergency medicine specialist in Amory, Wisconsin, has over 18 years of experience in the medical field. He graduated from University of Minnesota, St. Paul campus. Oh, so, I, I mean, he's probably woke as fuck, right? Yeah. Uh, Jay Nara writes, someone uh, ignores data, blindly follows paid for and controlled narrative consensus in order to virtue signal. Yeah. Hippocratic oath died a few years ago, sadly. Yeah, this, this is... This is amazing. This is a problem. This is why, and this is why, when going back to that chick Heather Heather Lawrence, uh, who's on the games team, she's like they're like bragging that she's a PhD and that she went to college and that she comes from academia and they have something to teach CrossFit. Oh fuck! It's like you ding dongs. You're the ones who took the fucking rings out of parks because they were dangerous and told people to stop squinting, but <laughs> squinting, squatting below parallel. Yeah, then falsified a bunch of data to try to yeah. change. <laughs> right, right. Uh, no, no uh, Miss Lawrence, actually, actually. Uh, a couple of universities over from the one you went to in Ohio, they tried to say that CrossFit injures people. And made up made up data about it. 
Stefan, I work in a pediatric heart unit and our transplant committee had the same conversation about denying a transplant to a child because the parents weren't vaccinated. <coughs> Honestly, it would make sense if they did it the other way around. If they said, hey, we're not sure if we can give this heart to someone because they were vaccinated. At least then you could logically explain it. Crazy. Uh, the ethics committee and hospitals have to ask every possible question. That's normal. That's their job. Hey, but you know that they didn't ask it the other way around is the point, Trish. You know they didn't. They weren't like, well, we shouldn't. They, no one was like, well, actually, we shouldn't give it to someone who is vaccinated. You know no one said that. That's the point of this. I And maybe it's just because I'm not uh, informed enough. <laughs> But I don't even like why. Why would that even become a discussion now at this point? Like we knew, we know that the vaccine did nothing that they claimed it did. Nothing. So if that's the case, then why are we even deliberating between who is and who isn't inside these hospitals anymore? Especially when they need care that has nothing to do with COVID at all. Uh, all right, guys, headed to church. Love you all, Jessica. Are, will you be um, uh, concealed carry in church, just in case? Pray for us, please. Uh, Nathan Anderson, MD, collects shells on the beach and makes lovely art that he sends to family members at Christmas. <laughs> I always just uh, think that a lot of the people that are flow down the uh, academic pathway and get their like PhD and stuff like that, it just reminds me of somebody who's really good at following system and procedure. Yeah, you know, yes. like here's yes. the roadmap. It's been laid out for you. Go down this path, get these credits, check these boxes, memorize it this way. Tell us what we wrote down in the textbooks, regurgitate it back to us, follow all the same system and procedure in hospital. Don't worry about actual patient care, critical thinking. Just go down and connect the dotted lines like you were taught and collect your paycheck and do what we say. That's all of academia. So that's uh you remember the book Range? Yes. It can't like, distinguish yeah, go ahead. Well it's just like the opposite oh, of that, yes, right? Yes, yes. So like yes, if you yes, yes. Like, Wow, you have a good memory. That's crazy. Thanks. But one of the things that I took away from that is like the different things that I do. So when I'm over and I'm learning more about like what the firefighters do and their job and the way that their leadership and communication happens from the top down and how that organization happens, and then I'm like over on the other side, working with the podcast and like the guests and stuff like that and seeing how that goes. And then back over at my uh, gym while listening to a book on, you know, um, hospitality on four-star Michelin restaurants, three-star, four-star Michelin restaurants. As you kind of collect all that data, you start to kind of like cross-pollinate each little thing. And you see these little carryovers of how it works. And you can kind of start to like almost circle around and connect the dots. And the one thing that I always told people is like, um, it's almost like starting CrossFit. Like it's like flying a plane over your city. Like the first time you fly by, you're only going to be able to be like, okay, well there's downtown because I could see that. And that's the baseball field. Cause I could see that. Right. And the third time you fly by, you're like, oh, well that's actually North, you know, that's East Avenue. That's like North Livermore street. And then by like the fifth time you can fly over, you're like, there's my house. That's my walking path and everything. And then it becomes more and more clear. And I feel like when people just follow down that system of memorization and the way that educational system is is done, they're not even looking at outside the plane window to connect all the dots or to see the bigger picture. They're just staring down at the controls. And you miss everything else that's happening. So the more range and the more breadth and depth you have a, across a bunch of different things, the more like useful you are. 
there's more utility to you as a person. You're able to critically think. When, when, uh, when, um, yeah, I mean, this is a little of going back a little bit. For those of you who can't distinguish between equality and equity, equity is like concerned about the outcome. That's why as soon as you see the word equity, you should just, you know that they're racist. You that you know that they're racist, they're sexist, they're homophobic, they're they're all the things that they claim that they're for. They are those things. They have they have no because equity always comes at the cost of equality. Always, 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 always comes at the co cost of equality. Yeah, and in order to believe that, you have to believe that you're a victim, right? Yes. Uh, ex explain that to me. Meaning, like, if I'm saying, hey, this is unfair, Sevon gets this, like, everybody, you know, he gets interviewed interview all the athletes and everybody really like him. I want to have that. When I show up at Wadapalooza, I want all the athletes right, to gravitate right, towards me like right. they do Sevon. Why don't they? Why don't I have that same one? And now right. all of a sudden, that's not looking at the huge right. repertoire right. you built over 15 years working with them it's just right. me wanting the same outcome as you therefore i'm a victim so, of so yeah exactly so that's how equity works so so i show up somewhere and i can interview all the athletes because i've been doing it for 20 years and they'll talk to me and and i have a rapport and, and i know where to stand and where to be and just all these things that i've acquired someone's it's their first day there and they know and they're like hey it's not fair they're not going to get that access so equity is when you tell me i can't show up until 10 but everyone else can show up at eight so that they can get a head start on me because it's not fair because of all the skills that i have and i've acquired and then you hide it under the fact that um it's also that it's because i'm white when it has nothing to do with that mm -hmm. but that but though but they will convince you that it is that's equity. So when you see that, that's why it's so disappointing to see Adrian Conway do that. As soon as you see equity, you know, oh shit, those people don't care about equality. Like the second you see that she tries to say in there in her defense, she tries to say in there that her first and foremost thing is I'm paraphrasing is to um, do what's best for the sport. And then second to see how she can get more women involved. There's a thing in there too, but you know, it's just all, it, you can just tell where she comes from. If you want to be really frustrated, if you want to ask for your, I mean, me personally, Jay Hartle, you're not white. Um, Savon, you're not white. Me, me personally, like I think the strongest way that I can vote is with my money. And that that's another reason why I, would, I, I have no interest in um, as, as much as the I'm, only way, the only way you could actually really vote. As much as I think that like everyone should take their L1, like I wouldn't, I have no interest and I want CrossFit to succeed because I'm a fucking parasite on the ecosystem, but I would never give money to that company. Never, ever, 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 ever. I, I, um, I don't have, I don't have hope. For, I don't have hope for it right now. And, and and when I see things like that, that shit sucks. That shit is really bad. You know what else it takes away from uh, what CrossFit actually did, which was the first sport that I know of that built up men and women completely even playing field the whole entire time, as far as pay, camera time. Uh, barrier to entry. I mean, they're literally playing on the same field as each other, minutes apart from each other. Oftentimes, the women's story gets more talked about because for a period of time, it was just such a competitive field in different regions that it was just frankly more exciting to watch. And it takes away from all of that when we go back and say, oh, well, this is a male-dominated thing and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I remember years back when the military wanted to change its standards on the on the pull-up, the strict pull-up, and eliminate yeah. it or make it for one yeah. And uh, I think it was Greg or who posted it probably might've even been leaf, but they had a bunch of women with their backs turned with their shirts off. So you could just see their backs, but they had no shirts and they were all doing strict pull-ups. 
and the quote underneath is, well, it looks like someone forgot to tell our women they can't do pull-ups. So that's what it was written? That's what it was written. And then it was just like this like collage of like, you know, women doing L-sit pull-ups, pregnant women about to burst, just cranking out strict Don't pull-ups. you think we're past that now, though? Like when you see that now in hindsight, like that's what they – like that's what I feel like that lady, that, that lady Heather Lawrence, I feel like she's still trapped in fucking 2002. Well, she's keeping us there. Just oh, like okay. just like everybody yeah. else is, right? Because like instead of recognizing how far, especially the sport of CrossFit, what have, what that's done for yeah. quote unquote evening the playing field, you're you're basically saying, Oh, well, we could do better and and not acknowledging what you actually she, already did. She wants CrossFit to celebrate that more. And it's like celebrating it only makes it so like it's less normal. Yeah. It's being we don't need to celebrate because it just is our reality. Yeah, no one, no one's, no one's tripping on that except you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let it speak for itself. I don't think that chick is on staff. I think that interview is old, although they just posted the video of it. Mm. Oh, okay. Athena Perez, what if, what if we said, hey, can we make it easier for international affiliates? Allow them to pay in their f- funds to make it more equitable and accessible. Is that not a good example? You, you, you mean like if the, the. Um, you mean like the the dollar, the way the dollar works? So like, if it's three thousand dollars here, three thousand dollars in 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 Portugal is you know equivalent to them paying twenty thousand dollars. That's an that that's something that was always being brought up in all of our in meetings, and there becomes a little it becomes a slippery slope there because what about the people in Mississippi, whose Seven Eleven still has a dirt floor and gas stations still have dirt floors and people still there have outhouses. Uh, what about those people in the United States? Do we allow them to pay less affiliate fees? Yeah, I think that there's probably the correct equation where you could look at different sections and and what the cost of living is there, and then and then adjust it according to that. There's got to be some equation you could look at that would that would give you a base. They're that doing that now. They're 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 allow they're allowing um, certain countries to to pay less money to be affiliates now. Yeah, that, that I mean, is that is happening. They should. Because I don't. I don't. Yeah, you do agree with that. I don't know if I agree. I do. With that. I agree with I that because if, that. if we're going to say that this is going to be a small business miracle that has the complete, like a really low barrier to entry, to where you could go get your L one, you could write your essay, and you could affiliate, and you could start training your neighbors right there in the garage, then I think that that needs to stay true and can be and can be adjusted per where you live. Let me give you an example. Why? Why push back on that a little bit? Insane so, with well, well, I've already given you. I've already given you one example. It's going to get really tedious throughout countries because the economic disparity. I'm not saying that is a bad thing, but the the, the cost of living in in uh, San Francisco is way different than living in you know rural Mississippi. But what about the what about the L1? You can't lower the price of L1 in fucking uh, in poor places because those those instructors still have to go there. They still yep. have to fly there. The cost isn't the cost isn't cheaper to do those L ones there. We don't know that, so that's one thing that I would consider, right? Because the L one does have an overhead expense. It costs money yeah. to fly those right. trainers out right. there. Right. They have to have a facility, you know, all that stuff. So yes, there would be much, much of a, a different way to look at that. And maybe you couldn't knock the price off that at all. Maybe it just is what it is once you calculate everything for them to still be able to make like a profit margin. But the affiliate fee is just a licensing fee. There is no overhead for you with that. <sighs> At a certain point, you, because because you're leveraging it each year. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, maybe I, I would like to know how much Kalipa pays for his affiliates too. I would love to know that too. How many does he have in total? 
I don't know, six, four, three. Um, what about what about the fact that um, what if they just allow? Well, I'm, I don't want to solve the problem here. Okay, well, there's two sides. <laughs> we are available for a consultation. <laughs> I don't want to solve the problem for them right now. Yeah. Um, uh, but but it, but going back to what um, uh, Athena is saying, is that a place where equity is good? The thing, the point there is that at that point, it's. Um, I would need to think about that a little bit more. Well, if I could help you out a little bit, I please, would say we please. would we would simply base it, base that off like a math equation and the realities of the economic situation. We're not we're not basically saying like, oh, well, there's more men or there's more women, so we need to even this out. You're just simply or, or looking gay at people or whatever, whatever the case. You're just yeah. simply looking at like what it, what is the cost of living to 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 live there and to and to work there, and what does that look like, and then. Can we adjust the affiliate fee to to represent that a little bit better? I don't like it. <clears throat> I don't like it. Because and then hey, and do you then, think do you think food should be? Do you think that like gas is so expensive where I live compared to like um, Arizona? Mm-hmm. Gas is like five fifty nine a gallon here, and it's like two ninety nine in Arizona. That adjusts. It's it, it's well, it's fucking housing. Bullshit. Ad, housing adjust everywhere we go. Housing yeah, adjust everywhere we go. Why wouldn't it, an affiliate fee adjust? It's a good point. Very you good know point. what I mean? Like, yeah. what's so the building that I pay for, and I'm going to use. But but a, I don't like that. I don't think it should be like that. I don't think it should be like that. But it but it ha, it has to be like that. No other way could think about it. it. Wouldn't make sense if like you know what? What if I have if you have the same size building that I have here in Livermore, California, right off the freeway next to these major shopping centers? The price that I pay for a month per that versus if you just had uh, uh, the same size building smack dab in the middle of nowhere in like Kansas or something. Those right. are not those are not equal things. Uh, and and the and the gas station at Big Sur, the gas is like ten dollars a gallon because yeah. how the fuck is that truck supposed to get out there and fill that gas station? It's out in the middle of nowhere. Right. And so there's different factors that are leveraging on that, which I do like your point better about not changing the price of the L1 because that's a service with an overhead behind it. So you've kind of just done the math already as far as what we need to to cover our expenses and still make it worth our while, pay our trainers, what have right. you. So right. that that may not have a change at all, and and that would make more sense. Whatever services the um, the affiliate team or CrossFit is providing based on the money that they make from affiliate fees is then being subsidized by the the gyms who pay more money into it. The always first class always subsidizes the coach. Yeah, right? yeah. Don't hate the rich people. I'm willing. I'm willing to make a concession and agree with Matt Souza. <laughs> But in trade, I would like people to stop hating on rich people. The only problem that I would that I would have, or the only concern I could foresee with this, is that they need to be CrossFit needs to be completely like open and transparent about like, hey, this is the equations that we use for this. This is our thinking. This is how we're going to do it, and this is why. And you have to make. That I wonder public. what McDonald's does. Caller, hi. Hey, good morning, guys. It's Jethro. How are you? Hey, Jethro. What's up, dude? Jethro, what's going on, man? Not much. Hey, Susan. Hey, for Susan, real quick, what do you think about this idea? I reached out to uh, Dave and we actually had a little dialogue. What about garage gyms affiliating? Obviously not a $3,000 fee, but a smaller fee. You can incorporate that into your level one as a discount. You can be a CrossFit garage gym affiliate. You have the name. CrossFit could provide something like a special banner or something. Be on the affiliate map and still in 
you know, raise some revenue that way. How do you feel about that? And you mean like he fucking hates it? He's an affiliate <laughs> owner. Go, all you garage gyms could burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that always just gets tough because like, well, how would you set the price? And then I, you know, how I many- love it. By the way, I love it. Get me affiliated. <laughs> But I do like the fact that there would just be more people attached to the CrossFit band and to the CrossFit uh, community. So that portion of it I like. But I just – I don't know how – I don't know how that would work as far as like creating each of them as like a business because some of the, the homeowners associations would kick people out. All of a sudden, you had 20 cars in front of your house at what 5 would be the point? Day. What would be the point, Jethro, of affiliating? Like what would be the point? Yeah, what's the well, just, like, just to well, fly well, the flag well, or – yeah, just like garage gym owners are pretty proud and happy of what they've accomplished in their gyms and what they promote on social media. I'm thinking if you had a garage gym affiliate, the response to social media would be tremendous. People constantly posting videos, going viral, uh, even more so than it is now. So just, you know, it would be more exposure. Interesting. Yeah, if you're doing it for the sake of exposure, the Ukrainian flag on your garage door, the gay flag, and like a CrossFit flag, just like fuck, I rock. Ugh, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, can you can't you do that now already and just affiliate your garage? But I mean, you have to just pay three thousand dollars for it. That's <clears throat> basically what we're saying is lower that cost, knowing that you're in a garage. Well, I'm thinking maybe incorporate that into a level one. If it's say a one thousand dollar L one C, if you affiliate and pay four hundred dollars, use that towards your L one, and then make it more accessible for people to get the L one and bring that uh, the methodology to the communities, or something to that effect. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind it. Maybe you'd have to call it something different. Like it would be its own. Like it would be like a you know garage affiliate or something. I that. You know, you'd have to work out the term there, but I don't know if you could make it the exact as a CrossFit affiliate. Because look at this, look I at mean, this. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Jethro. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jethro. Look, look how big, look how big street parking is getting. How much exposure they're getting. Now, if you attach that, you know how people buff out with like the shoes and the clothing, something, another revenue stream for CrossFit. Because they're always complaining about, you know, hey, that's no one signing up for the open. That's how SoulCycle made all of its money: clothing, and same with Zumba. They're just, they're they're just crazy clothing brands. It's a trip. Uh, Look at this guy. Look what this guy says. I don't even understand this. David Oofland. Oofland. If you want coaches and owners to have a living wage, you will need to reduce the price. Reduce the, no, increase the price. Reduce the price of what? This could allow for more gyms to open, which is the goal, correct? There's a bunch of ideas like colliding into each other. What would reducing the price of affiliate fees help them make a better living wage? I, I don't, I don't see that at all. Like you're saying, lower it from three thousand to two thousand, so that instead of them making fifty thousand dollars a year, they make fifty one thousand dollars a year. Yeah, I would say, and, David, we have an awesome episode on the cost of running an affiliate. You should definitely go check that one. And out. then, and then, if more gyms open, that would be bad for the other gyms in the area. Theoretically, I, I don't know. There's too many ideas there uh, for me to uh, really get that. But in conclusion to what Jethro is saying, I actually, if if we're talking about we want to have the sake of this for more exposure and to have more people wave the CrossFit banner, then I would definitely be on board with that. I I I am you know I don't think it's opening more CrossFit gyms, so I would hate that they would do this and then they would attach it to their number of affiliates around because I don't see them being exactly as the same thing. But as far as exposure and more more people doing CrossFit in their job in their garage together, I would I agree with it. 
Thank you, Jethro. That makes sense. Uh, off to work. Bye. Uh, did we did we bomb the pipeline? The one the four thirty five. Yeah, like did, did that yeah. that that Nordic Stream pipeline? Yeah, yeah the Nordic. I I am not informed on that at all. So did we bomb that. We could explore this is that, together. Is, it, is that our fault? Look how look at how fucking pissed this guy is. This is pretty. This is pretty crazy. I mean, we saw yesterday. We, uh, you know, we talked. Well, we've talked about the Ukraine quite a bit, but check this out. This is intense. And Ray McGovern spoke to it. He is a former member of the CIA, and he testified in support of Seymour Hersh's article on the United States bombing Nord Stream pipeline. If it is proven that the United States bombed the Nord Stream Two pipeline, as has been asserted by Seymour Hersh and his article, will you call for the United States to acknowledge and admit? that that was an act of war against Germany and Russia. And I'm asking this because this may be the only way to prevent the rest of us from being killed in a thermonuclear war. And I don't want to be fried. Don't you think the media should be reporting on whether or not this is true? And don't you think you should be inquiring into whether or not this is true? Well, thank you for the question. Uh, one, I've got no information to suggest uh, that the United States was involved in bombing the North Stream pipeline. Because he would have, you would have, you would have been, you weren't briefed on it. Sir, you got your chance to ask questions. You got your chance to ask questions. You weren't given information because he explicitly says you weren't briefed on it. Shouldn't you inquire? So here's what I'll say about, I think, President Biden's leadership generally as it relates to the Ukraine and Russia. We committed an act of war. What are you doing to respond to that? We have to hold Biden accountable. Listen, you're from Brooklyn, right? You know when to call bullshit when you see it. So do I. This is bullshit right now. And I see what's happening right now. That does not silence me. You can hear me right now. I want you to say something is he about the bombing because we're all going to die from a nuclear war. They pulled right his now. mic, it looks like. You stop it oh, and you at him. least put an inquire into whether or not it's true. This war in Ukraine is going to leave us all dead. So what are you going to do? Because you need to inquire. Here's I'm a New Yorker too. Here's what I'll say. Say it. We're going to continue to stand with the Ukrainian people. That's fucking bullshit. Do not do that. You will end us all dead. war against... We Vladimir need Putin. peace. We need talks. Because Why are you sabotaging talks? Do not put your hands on me. We need Ukraine peace talks. I am not going to take this. It's a we need peace no. talks. It's you are leaving. Listen, did you even read the allegations? It's a no. How about truth how about accountability? Not airheadedness. Okay. How about bridges not We need to get this guy on the show. How about conversations not cremation? Diplomacy not destruction. How about that? Council had. How come it's all of a sudden the Republicans give a fuck about like if they always give a fuck? Oh shit! I, someone just sent me the Woody Harrelson thing. Buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I don't know if we're going to get away with posting this. I'm sending this to you. This is going to be gnarly. Hey, if we, it is pretty crazy if we fucking bomb that thing. Yeah. That, that thing's how Russia, that's, that thing's how uh, Russia was selling oil to Germany, that Nord, that, that pipeline. I guess I like I said I wish I was more informed on it. I have I don't know enough. 
Uh, Seema, they're, uh, they're trying not to bruise Putin's ego, but hurt him economically. We don't actually want war with us. We want to send arms. I mean, help to other countries to fight our wars because we aren't fit. And well, that's true. Yeah. All I know is that it seems like every time there's a switch from like Republican to Democrat and whether that actually has anything to do with it or not, it seems like the U.S. is getting into another war it should not be involved in. And yet now we're spending super amount of time, resources and soon American lives to go get involved in something that I would say majority of the Americans have no idea what the fuck it's about or why we're doing it or what the outcome is going to be in terms of being beneficial to the American people. And we continuously have crises that are happening here that are getting worse and worse and worse every single day. So it, it, there is there is no there is no doubt. Right. We saw that they were opening up their attorney general in the Ukraine was opening up an investigation into the Biden, specifically Hunter, with Ukraine and illegal dealings. And fucking a week later, Joe Biden went over there and had their secretary general fired or the, sorry, their attorney general fired. Uh or else the U.S. wasn't going to give him a billion dollars in aid, in a nutshell. We saw that fucking happen. Yeah. And, I mean, how many of these, like... That's some crazy... That's some that's some crazy coincidence. Yeah. Lots of crazy coincidences these days, huh? Do you see what I just sent you? I haven't seen this. Yeah, yeah, I have it up on here. I here struggle with anything good coming out of SNL because they were so pro-fucking-injection. Yeah, it's tough. Anything, anything out of Hollywood in general, right? They're not even funny anymore. Yeah, they're they're, yeah. they're they're they're. I see them as not not good people over there. I really like Dave Chappelle's uh, monologue when he started it, though. Just, that was like months back, but it was pretty funny. And I just watched it because I pretty much watched it. It is like Dave a Chappelle. Bond movie. It is like a Bond movie. I was thinking that the other day too. I said our life has turned into a Bond Bond movie. Okay, let's. Uh, yeah, that's true. I, that's a good. Uh, when you are the most powerful player, you make the most powerful moves. It's just crazy that the American people just keep falling for it over and over again. I mean, just look back at the past, you know, whatever fifty years of of these proxy wars that we've had, starting from Vietnam until now, and just ask yourself, like, what has that actually done? You know, hey, I have I have people all around me who who still want to defend the measles and polio vaccine, but refuse to look into it after watching just happen with the COVID vaccine. And I, I get mean, it. It's so hard on brainwashing yourself, but just go look into it. It won't take you long. 30 minutes to an hour and you'll be like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Hey, will we play this SNL skit? Do you think we're going to get in trouble for this? We're going to get copyright block for this? I don't know. It's so hard because you would like to think no because it's on Instagram, but I don't know if that's how the algorithm works. I think it's just picking it up by the voice okay. piece. I haven't seen this, so stand by. Okay, here we go. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes. And people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is going to believe that crazy idea? I was like this. The biggest drug cartels in the world together. Mm. Okay. I mean that's that's it. He nailed it. I mean that's a that's a, a valid narrative on on what happened. Biggest drug cartels in the world get together. They pay off the politicians and they pay off the media. And they're like, "Hey, if you don't buy our drugs and take them, then we won't let you out of your house." Thank you. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, whether it's true or not, it fits. I can put it fits. It, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, um, it fits. Yeah, I almost got in a fight with Woody Harrelson. It got fucking real contentious. <laughs> it got fucking crazy. I had a page to see that. We were standing toe to toe. Yeah, it was nuts. I didn't want to fight. I didn't want it to be hostile. He got he took offense to some something I said to him. And then he just got in your face or something like that? Yeah, started fucking yelling at me. Wow. My buddy was there. My buddy's like, hey, settle down. I have the video somewhere. Let's see if I can uh, dig it out. That would be amazing. <laughs> if you had that video, we have to post that. I got the whole thing on video. Uh, okay. Uh, how about how about uh, uh, Graciano, the Wall Street lifter? You can hit the the bottom one, the Instagram one, four thirty three. Crazy. Yeah, dude, just a beast. Crazy. I want you to watch his knees closely. <laughs> yeah, watch the knees. Watch his knees closely. Does he get a double lift? Zoomed in. Uh, four oh five. Bam. <laughs> How is that even possible? Let's see it zoomed out here. Uh, Trish does uh, make a good point here. Uh, you want to fuck with us with our Marxist? Yeah, that's great. Good job. God, it's so impressive. It, it, the way he works with the energy of the bar, too, as he kind of does that bounce and then rides it up as the bar oscillates a little bit there. It's like... Incredible. Oh, I got uh, a comment from CrossFit. There it is. Cool. There, there what is? Whoop. There it is. Click the reply. <laughs> there what is. Chicken dinner. <laughs> what is that? It's a perfect response. It's a perfect response. <laughs> You want to just see all the dumbest responses on in our ecosystem. Look at just what the games and CrossFit posts, how they respond. It's just vapid, meaningless. You have to read into it. It's just fucking, it's Twitter talk. I like what Trish, this is, uh, so we, we fight fire with fire. They spread their fucking bullshit and we fucking bomb them. That's like what we do. Uh, Mike Olivas, pool boy. I'm so sexually aroused by that lift. That's healthy. Yeah, it's so awesome. Graciano is a badass. Uh, Susa, can we talk about the bar oscillation more? It's surprising how many CrossFitters don't know what it is. <laughs> well, I would say most of them don't lift it up to have to worry about it. <clears throat> What's bar oscillation? It's like... You know when you have a bunch of weight on the bar and you walk it out and you can start to see it move or flex? Yeah. That's that's the bar oscillating is that movement in it. And it happens all the time. And so um, I don't know exactly like what Like using weight. the bend, using the momentum of the bend to like – Yeah, exactly. As it goes so up, I, you go up. Yeah, if you're going to do like a – you know, if you're going to do like a squat clean or something like that and you drive as the bar flexes, if you stand there for a minute as it starts to drive up and you drive up with the bar there, you're working with the energy of the bar. Makes sense. Uh, Steve yeah. Flores, this is exactly right. CrossFit has 19-year-old TikTokers replying to these people. Yeah. They dumb everyone down. 
that that was the ex- it's all the exact opposite of what Greg used to do. Smart everyone up. Uh, four thirty two. I'm a huge fan of a giant head on a woman. I just love giant head. It's just um, there was this there's this guy this, this super a specific hand- post though. This is a page. Yeah, just a page because this lady has a huge head. I just love this lady's head. This is a Wonder Woman. Her head is so fucking big. Look at her on the right there. Look at that fucking giant melon. God, I love a giant head. Look at him. I don't know why. I th- there's got to be something. Do you like a girl with a giant head? I, I just don't think it's that giant. You don't think her head's... Mo- um, um, look at that fucking... She's like a horse. It's like a... Look at, <laughs> look at that one where she's sitting down with her legs open in that, in, that, in that tuxedo. Go back over there. You don't think that's a giant fucking... No, not that. Not uh, Sorry, not that one. That's a big melon, though, too. That, uh, there. Right there. Yeah. I, Dude. I look at that fucking jaw in her head. Her <laughs> head's a fucking watermelon. <laughs> I can't if the lap doesn't see it either. I think if you were standing next to her, you would know. Let me see. Go, go. Um, let me see. There's got to be one. It's got to be bigger than a, you don't think that's bigger than a normal Woman? person's head. Look at that one with her in the red suit right there. Oh, look at her as Wonder Woman. That thing is fucking huge, dude. <laughs> and I've always known that about myself that I'm just attracted to a woman with a giant moon head. I mean, you you would know better than me then. I don't know. It just doesn't look. Oh, she's Israeli? I had no idea. Yeah, she's okay, a, so it's a like fucking... A side profile of it. Well, that makes sense. She got a giant Jew brain in there. I had no idea she was Israeli. Hey, keep going. There's, you'll see. Yeah, look at that. Look how perfect You're... both their skin, like their skin. Look is. at her head compared to that other lady's head. Look at their jaws. That Wonder Woman has two jaws. You gotta have a strong jaw if you're Wonder Woman. No, my wife doesn't have a big head. My wife has a little pinner head. <laughs> but she's Ashkenazi, so she got the Jew. Dude, you don't see how huge her head is. You know what video <laughs> she's in? She's in that video with the guy, um, uh, that guy who um, from Maroon Five or something. The guy who sings that song and like all the girls are around him. Do you know what song I'm talking about? It's Adam Levine. I think it's Adam Levine song. Yeah. Okay. And, and she's in that video. And in that video, I, I saw that video the other day and I just was like, who is that? And I was like, oh, that's Wonder Woman. Fuck. I like her because her head is so huge. There we go. With the yellow spoon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Proportional somewhat. Look at it compared to the other lady's head. Yeah, it's bigger. Dude, it's 10 or 15% bigger. Her head is a fucking bowling ball. Anyway, I find her so incredibly attractive. It's I Wonder Woman is like the most beautiful woman who ever lived. That Gal Gadot lady. Yeah. How many followers does she have? Maybe I like her because she looks like... 97 million? <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. <sighs> <clears throat> she could probably sell some paper street coffee, huh? She could slang it. Damn. Oh. Anyway, she's uh yeah, she's so hot. It's fucking it's crazy. God, it's paper street coffee. Fucking a 
big old giant melon. She's made fun of that probably in school when she's a kid. Who's laughing now? Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> hey, the 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 Dilbert guy said some weird shit. Did you see that? The guy who does the Dilbert cartoon, he might be toast. Oh, you know he used to live out here in Pleasanton. He yeah, she is hot as fuck. It's crazy. Do you think David, you think she has a big old head? Oh, you're a Jew too. You're Israeli, Sima. You guys got big heads. My wife's uh, Ashkenazi, a hundred percent. She she got a little pin her head. Oh, he dropped a comment, huh? But she does. She had, my wife has a very nice jawline. Incredible. Uh, you want to see? Oh, here we go. You want to see attractive woman with a big head? Look up Giada. Here, let me see. You just better not take us like to Pornhub. Oh goodness! Trust G, you guys. Come G, on. G I A D A. D E. It did not. It did not take us to. Uh, Is it a chick with a giant head? You. Yeah. I'm gonna like her. Probably. Good. Thank you, Alan. Oh, her head's kind of upside down. I don't know. Uh, nah, I don't know. I mean, she's a, she's a. I don't know. Is her head huge? It is compared to look at the her head like compared to this shot of her body. Yeah, I'm not that. You, you ruined my whole thing, Alan. You ruined my whole. <laughs> listen, listen. It has to be a beautiful big head. It can't you just ruined, be big. You ruined the whole thing. Fucking the whole bit's fucked up. I knew that's the problem with these live shows. Okay, wait till you see this. This is some. This is this is weird. The, um. No, not not just like I'm not talking about a receding hairline. I'm just talking about <laughs> a giant head. Okay, I'm moving on. But she's good, Gal Gadot. Um, this guy Dilbert, uh, TMZ says it's a racist rant. There's absolutely nothing racist about it at all, but it is some weird shit. Dilbert canceled. He, he this is a white guy. I can't tell if he's joking or not, but he identified with being black. And he wanted to like be a part, of, uh, 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 like a really you know positive force in the black community. And then he saw some poll where half of black people thought that um, he basically hated white people, and so it made him be like, okay, I'm no longer identify with being black, and I'm not. I'm basically I'm not going to talk to black people anymore, and you shouldn't either. What? I it's tried like, to find it. The you see, it's uh, it. uh, four thirty-one. There's a video. Oh, okay. You have it as a video. sorry, There's sorry. A video I never one. told you the number. Sorry. Okay, here we go. Yeah, it's it's um. You may have to play. There's like a commercial or something. Oh, it's a joke. You think you think it's a joke? Okay, oh, let me, let me well, that would make me feel a little better. It's definitely not a racist rant, but it would definitely make me feel better if it's a joke. Scott Adams, that's his name. That's gonna load the ad first. Then we could play it. Oh, so you're saying this is out of context, Mr. Zombie? Hmm. Oh, well, shall we watch You think it? that's racist? And you're out of your fucking mind, Trish. What are you, woke? Oh, how, you, th how is that racist? It's only racist because you're calling them black people or you're calling them white people. I mean, that in itself is has undertones of racism, seeing, recognizing someone by the color of their skin. The thing that's on the thing is uh, on the side. medical doctor. Two minutes and eight seconds long. Do we want to play that whole thing or? Yeah, let's play it. Fuck it. It's good. This this guy this guy is a uh, this guy isn't pretty mainstream. Dilbert. 
Uh, well, Rasmussen poll uh, had a uh, provocative little poll today. They said, uh, do you agree or disagree with the statement, uh, it's okay to be white? That was an actual question. Rasmussen asked, you know, white and black voters and, and probably others, uh, do you disagree or agree with the statement, it's okay to be white? It's such 26% a weird question, of blacks right? said uh, no. It's not okay to be white. 21% weren't sure. Add them together, that is 47% of black respondents were not willing to say it's okay to Wait, be white. Can you pause that? I'm not sure if it is either. I Like, what are the circumstances? You mean on a sunny day? No. I, it's, such a weird, <laughs> it's such a weird question. Uh, okay, let's go on. That, that actually, that's like a real poll. This just happened. Did you have any idea? <laughs> would, would you have imagined that that could have happened? So I realized, um, as you know, I've been identifying as black for a while, years now, because I, like, you know, I like to be on the winning team, and I like to help. And I, I always thought, well, if you help the black community, that's sort of the biggest lever. You, know, you, could, you can find the, the biggest benefit. So I thought, well, that's the hardest thing and the biggest benefit. So I like to focus a lot of my life resources in helping black Americans, so much so that I started identifying as black to just be on the team I was helping. But it turns out that nearly half of that team uh, doesn't think uh, I'm okay to be white which is, of course, why I identified as black, because so I could be on the winning team for a while. But I have to say, uh, th this is the first political poll that ever changed my activities. I don't know that that's ever happened before. And normally you see a poll, you just look at it, you go, ah, whatever. <laughs> you know, oh, this is interesting what other people think. But as of today, I'm going to re-identify as white, because I don't want to be a member of a hate group. I'd accidentally joined a hate group. So if, if oh, nearly half of all blacks... That's, that's the part that they're saying is racist, because he called black people who don't like white people a hate group. But, but that's not racist, by the way. But go on. It, it, it's weird. Yeah, it's not weird. misogynist either. It's not homophobic either. I know you're, you, I know. you're dying to stick it in the bucket. You're let's, dying to stick it in the bucket. <laughs> let's give it these next 50 seconds before we make our decision here. Okay, okay. Uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll. Not according to me. According to this poll. Uh, that's a hate group. That's a hate group. And I don't want to have anything to do with them. And I would say, you know, based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the fuck away. Where, wherever you have to go, just get away. Hey, there's so no when he's, it's so crazy, too, because it's, it's just I, I hope it's a joke because it's categorizing people just by the color of their skin. So basically, he's doing an algebra problem here. He's saying that there was a poll and half of black people don't like white people. So for your safety, if you're white, stay away from black people. Hmm. We need uh, William Briggs to weigh in on the induction or deduction in the <laughs> statistics of. Uh, uh, Tim Brown, I'm not sure if he's racist or not. Let's cancel him to be safe. <laughs> wow. Why would you release this? This is the kind of stuff that's just not net positive anyway. Yeah. I'm going to say it's it's racist, just not not for anything that he's saying, but it's just pushing the racist agenda. It's just like, hey, it's more just like categorizing us by color. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. Like, what was the optimal outcome of, of like this? What was he trying to accomplish here? He, is he damaged goods? Is that what you is he? Is he crazy? Did we just play spend two minutes on a crazy guy? Is he damaged goods? I don't, I've never watched anything with him. So it's hard to tell if like, is this his mannerism of like, is it just dry, like humor? Like, is he being sarcastic? Like, is he actually concerned? Like what? 
what exactly I, is happening. Look here. at Trish just giving him a full pass. I see what he's saying. I don't think it's profound or terribly funny. And it's too hard to parse. It's okay, Scott. I dropped the ball too. He's giving like a little like, hey, he, he had a senior moment. Like yeah, when they pulled Mel Gibson over in Hollywood and he was drunk and he's like, fuck the Jews. <laughs> They're like, okay, okay, uh, Mel. We're going to give you a pass on that. <laughs> okay, Mel, calm down. Interesting. All right. Yeah, I don't really. I'm sorry. I feel like I wasted some of your time. Well, I just don't really know what to do with that. I don't think, I, I think it's fucking insane to think that half of black people don't. I, I bet you I bet you it's less than one percent of people if if you were to just ask people with melanated skin, is it okay to be white? I have to guess that the vast majority are like, wait, that doesn't even make sense. What? Can you be transracial? Like multi? Yeah, Obama was transracial, wasn't he? Like yeah, like where on the spectrum does it like where's the tipping point? I hate you know what I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't uh, oh no one if you just have a little bit of black in you you're black. Um Nick at, at Gilbers uh have you seen the Jonah Hill movie you people I couldn't stand it dude I'm so sorry. I really tried to enjoy it. I couldn't fucking stand it. It's so fucking LA. Like yeah. that's it's that is not um that's not even a joke. That's how those people are. They nailed it. You yeah. said it you said it best when you're like his the character Jonah Hill's character is just a liar the whole yeah, time. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, and yeah, the Jonah Hill's character. Yeah, and no one addresses that once. Yeah, He's just that, a fucking pathological liar. No one addresses it. Yeah, that to me was really, really weird. And it's always funny too. How many times could they remake the movie off the same pre like? you know, like premise of like black guy oh, dates, white girl families disturbed. By or and then you just, I mean, whatever switch. You don't, you don't even have to go that far. It's like, it's like person dating person to meet the family. Like how many movies have been <laughs> made about that? And then right. the different scenarios. I mean, like a uh, uh, meet the parents were probably the, the all time great though. Yeah. I, oh yeah. 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 That's with the, uh, uh, Ben, Ben Stiller and Robert De Niro. Yeah. With Dustin Hoffman in that too. I don't know. I'm so bad with actors' names and like movies. Like, like people like when you were talking to Hillary the other day, and he just fucking remembers all these movie lines and shit, dude. First off, I don't watch movies basically at all. And right. number two, when I do watch them, there's no way I watch it enough times to ever like remember the lines. It's pretty impressive. I, I think it's. I think it that. sticks with him the first time. I can believe that. I watched him make one of his videos once, like when we were in Newport together, and him yeah. and I just went and filmed that thing on the beach. And like how quick he is and the stuff like you're right. Like that sort of shit is like filed in the top of his head. And he'll he'll like hear me say something that on the beach and he's like, oh, hold on. And he'll like type it in, type it in, and like boom, up comes this like perfect piece of like clip that like fits in there and it like is funny and everything else. And I'm like, how'd you remember that? And he's like, I don't know. Like, yeah, he I feel like he does it every show now live too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Trish is just saying he lost it, it. They're basically saying that whole thing was a joke and it was a badly delivered joke. Joke. Now he's canceled. The iron. Uh, uh, I'm a transracial. Everything, uh, everything in the bedroom. Uh, I'm with my ninth wife, and uh, I tell you, sorry, and, uh, I want to read that. A well-endowed Somalian man, but turned into a well-endowed. Um, okay, uh, four thirty. It doesn't matter if this is true. Doesn't matter if what he's saying is true. It happened. Four thirty. Oh, okay. I saw this. You did? Yeah. Did you send this to me or did it just populate? 
think it probably just populated in my thing. Oh, okay. Here we go. So, so I want to explain something. It's like that thing that Woody Harrelson said. It doesn't matter if it's true. It happened. You guys see what I'm saying? It doesn't matter if. It doesn't matter if the pharma companies bought the media, bought the politicians, and then we were forced to take the drugs. It doesn't matter if the story's true or not. It happened. A rock, uh, uh, someone threw a rock and it hit Susan in the head and he's dead. Th- there's, if that really happened, it happened. And, and if you want to spin some narrative around it or put some nuance to it or say a girl threw a rock on a Sunday because of something she remembered Susan did to her 13 years ago and then someone paid her $8, it doesn't – like none of those things matter. It happened. And so when we talk, we dress things up, and uh, you, you have to be careful not to look at the clothing and make sure that you just remember that it's something dressed up. You have to, you have to, like you, you, you know, like um, you throw a sheet on an invisible man, and now you can see him because the sheet, because because uh, it, it holds. It's like that. He's under there, and when you take the sheet off, the guy's still there. You just can't see him. These words are just that sheet. So listen to what this guy says, and if it freaks you out or anything, don't worry. It's just the sheet explaining the uh, the the insides, and it's a little freaky. Okay, go action. Outside and looked up, and the sky was full of planes dropping paratroopers on you right now, and they were coming to strip you of your sovereignty, to strip you of every personal belonging you have, to strip you of every freedom that you have even your bodily autonomy, that they were coming to give you a number, round you up like cattle, and put you in sectors where you can't go more than 15 minutes from your home, where you have an expiry date on your digital money, and you have no future for what but what they say. What would you do? What would you do? Now my question is, what would you do if those same people, instead of dropping out of planes like paratroopers on your head, Spent the last 40 years slowly infiltrating your governments, right from municipal levels up to federal levels, using blackmail, bribes, and every other kind of fucking bad thievery that they do. Now they're here in your yard, and they want to take the same things, your sovereignty, every belonging, your personal bodily autonomy, your freedoms, and your right to move around. They want to come and remove your free will. They want to remove God from your life. They want to take over and make you an amaton. Now, what's an amaton? What's an amaton? I don't know. Let's look it up. That guy, it, it like it was like it was hard for him to talk towards the end. Like he was like winded and like he had to like. Someone was saying it was a digital uh, AI. Uh, Trish, hear me out. I think I kind of think dudes like this are living a fantasy that they really want it to be true and to eventually happen so they can be the hero in their own story. I hear you. That makes uh, uh, that makes sense. But there's a there's a um, a thread there that's that's happening. I mean, he's basically describing the fucking matrix, right? I mean, we're, we're, what he said, whether you believe it happened that way or another way, like I can go outside right now and go to the supermarket and see people who are like, oh, shit. 
they're victims of what that guy just described. I can mm-hmm. see them all around me. Mm-hmm. It's here. It's happened. Uh, autom- automaton. Autom- automaton. What, what is that? An automaton. <clears throat> yeah, it's not far off. That's the thing. It's here. Like, we're doing it. We're in some sort of weird, like, civil war fucking... Something's happening, for sure. Maybe something's always happening. Maybe it's like, Sevon, there you go. There, you just did it. If you put it in context and relativity, something's always happening. You said nothing. <laughs> uh, automaton, a moving mechanical device made in imitation of a human being. Well, someone was someone was suggesting in the comments that that guy's an automaton. Kind of look like it. <laughs> Anyway, I don't I don't say that shit to scare you. I think that if you stay awake, you'll be fine. Um f- uh, 429 diversity. Oh, this should be fun. Why can't we just have someone at CrossFit on the games team be just like I fucking love the sport. CrossFit saved my mom's life. I fucking can't believe how excited I am to fucking work here. This is the greatest ever. I'm going to do my best to make every single fucking day and everything I do better for you as a participant in the CrossFit games and for the affiliates who want to attend. And I'm just so pumped and I'm going to pay attention to every big picture thing and all the parts of minutia. And I'm going to make this just a great fucking event. And how I'm going to do that is why, why can't we just, Oh, I forgot. Yeah. We got rid of those people. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. I'm going to make sure that the women are equally represented, especially the women with three toes and the ones with webbing. Um, Oh, yeah, this is good. America needs a type of diversity that produced the Tuskegee Airmen, not the identity obsession that created Sam Brinton. You scroll down just a tiny bit. This is their... uh, there's no. nothing else to it. Just yeah. kind of goes this is a, this is a good uh, Instagram account. Uh, Delano Squires. Representation does matter, but merit. Sorry. It's okay. We're on a delay, huh? <laughs> I thought you were fucking with me. No. Uh, representation does matter, but merit, skill, competence, and dedication matter more. We need a type of diversity that produces men who fly planes, not who steal from airports. <laughs> uh, Taylor Self is on the show again. <laughs> I still haven't made it to your last night. I spent two hours in the DMs, two hours going through DMs, and I still didn't get to your DM wad zombie. It's crazy. Holy crap. And I'm flying through them. I'm flying through them. Uh, uh, okay, so that's our diversity bit. My internet has been crap today. Has it been super choppy on your end? Uh, not too bad. Sometimes you pixelate a little bit, but your audio has been good. Okay, good. Because it keeps showing me that I only have like one little Wi-Fi bar. It keeps moving around a ton. Normally, it doesn't move around at all. Um, it, it, it's it's my life. That uh, Jesus, even I don't have time to answer DMs. It's kind of just my life. It's just. Yeah. I saw Trish made the an Instagram account. Yeah, I started following. Me too. And it's a trip because like half the stuff that's posted, I'm like, fuck, I can't tell if this is real or not. Uh, I, um, I don't use my. Yeah, it's a good point. But she, she, she only she, she, it it only has like um 
seven posts. I know, but there's just like, oh, picked up some new decor. And I'm like, is that a sign that you actually bought in a picture in front of your house? Or is that just some like <laughs> right. fucking Googled image that you posted? You know, right. I'm going to have to start reverse uh, Google searching all Trish's images. I know the account. God, I hope I never meet photos. Trish. I hope I never meet Trish. You will never meet Trish. You'll never meet <laughs> Dick Butter. There's certain we'll never meet Barry McCockner. A Barry McCockner, I should make an IG account. Uh, I don't use a web. It's a it's a Sony uh, A sixty six hundred. It's a Sony camera with a. It's like a thousand dollar camera with a thousand. Uh, it's probably fifteen hundred dollar camera with a thousand fourteen hundred dollar lens or something on it. That's why it looks like so you can see every like wrinkle and I'm all all the details and shit. Um. Okay, uh, 428, you can't know unless you sit really still, still, still. You can't know unless you sit really still. Sam Guru. Don't do it, Barry. It's a black hole, says Isaac Abad. Oh, here we go. Right above our mouth. Suppose you don't brush your teeth for three days. Though this nose is right here, it won't tell you you have not brushed your teeth. The whole room will know you have not brushed your teeth, but you will not know. This is the human predicament. <laughs> it's very easy to see what's wrong with this guy, what's wrong with her, what's wrong with her. It takes a lot of observation to see what's wrong with this. Our nose. Hey, that's what we started the show with. This guy's saying that you could fucking not brush it. You could have the worst breath in the world and your nose won't tell you. Fuck you, stink. But everyone else around you will know. Wow, that guy got some ass breath. <laughs> and that's like that's like what we started the show with. We have this friend we're seeing like every like it's so obvious to all of us that I mean it's so obvious what this person is that this person is pouring gasoline on the fire and yet no one's saying anything. Like, really? You can't smell your own breath? It's so fucking bad? Here's the thing, too. Here, here's what's wrong with humanity. This is on a side subject here. People don't even know what bad breath is. You eat six pounds of garlic and someone says you have bad breath, you don't have fucking bad breath. That person doesn't like garlic and they have, they're bringing a presupposition of what they think. I know you guys are going to hate this. They're going to have a presupposition of what they think it should smell and shouldn't smell like someone's breath. If you've ever smelled bad breath, it's fucking bad. It's like something died. It's like in the, in the person's mouth. It's fucking gross. It's the same thing with BO. There's some sense on people that we've just, like, we've come to the point that if it doesn't smell like Brute 33 or Old Spice, we hate it. That's same thing with titties. I talk about titties all the time. All you jackasses <laughs> out there that are stuck on the fake titties, you're just so missing out. Titties, bad breath, and... um. And body odor. Like, you guys just don't get it. Like, like, yeah, garlic is life. Thank you, Jacqueline. It's just like, oh, my God. I eat ass and people say, I've, well, the, yeah, poop smells bad. <laughs> that's right. And that's accurate. Oh, now Nathaniel. Uh, if you shit on someone for having bad breath, you're racist. My goodness. I'm okay. just saying. I'm just saying that... Um, don't be skewed by 
don't ruin the world for yourself by listening to what fucking Procter and Gamble tells you something should smell like. <laughs> it's weird that the things that smell really good are also the products they sell. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I mean, we've talked about that notion that bras actually make titties more saggy. Right, that's a that's a theory we yeah, had on the we, show. Yep. Yeah, from two guys without titties. Well, it was uh, it was uh, right. Well, and uh, we had the <laughs> testicles. Uh, we uh, we have the study of one with uh, Hiller because his testicles are droopy, and that's because he used uh, he used something that held them up for so long that they weren't able to build their own compression shorts. I can't even imagine having saggy balls. <laughs> goodness <laughs> uh fragrances are shit <sighs> barry mccockner <laughs> I, I i couldn't I, I was never a free ball guy were you a free ball guy i was never a free ball guy even in my dirtiest dirt toiler days i just wasn't a free ball guy Oh, I wear this like Viore shorts. I have this like built-in liner. Normally, I would never wear shorts with a built-in liner. Yeah, but it has like this like compression short kind of built-in liner. And like in 2017 or something like that, I I put on a pair of their shorts, and I was like, "Holy shit, these are the most comfortable things ever!" And I don't have to put on underwear before I put them on. So then I bought like every single color they have. And so if you consider that free balling, then yes. Yeah. Wow. Hey, that's the commercial Lauren Khalil wish she could do. You just did it. How how the fuck does Viore sponsor fucking Morning Chalk Up when uh, Susan almost just got me to fucking buy a pair of Viore shorts? Like, just stop the show and buy them. Yeah. And to continue That's on That's crazy. Them. I'm not even joking. Yeah, and they're awesome, too, because you could pack and look them. Look at McCockner is, is, is backing you up. Viore has the best shorts ever. Oh, no. Oh, McCockiner no. McCockner knows. McCockner knows. And M- when McCockiner. I see one Lauren Khalil dude, it makes me not want to buy Viore. It makes me hate them. <laughs> it has nothing to do with her it's just that it's just it's so fake yeah it's just that script that they haven't read but the cool thing is is the shorts are super durable the pair that i had the original pair that i got in 2017 done like power cleans with them wear them to the beach swim in the ocean whatever just rock them the whole time they're still holding super strong like do no they reason. still make do they still make the ones you like yeah that sucks I, when you love something and then they don't they don't Well that's it. why I I went crazy and bought like I think I bought like seven pairs, just all different color pairs, so I could just only have to wear those. And then each year I'll get like a little bit more of them. Uh um, so now I just have a shitload of them. Mike uh Olivas, uh Viore Sunday performance joggers are the best ever, and you can steal them now with Sousa's forty percent <laughs> off discount code. Just put in Sousa at Viore.com. See, Mike knows. <laughs> wow, Alan Kestenbaum. Uh, I like 10,005. Fun fact, Josh Bridges used to be sponsored by Viore. Wait, he are did? You, are we pronouncing that right? Viore? Yeah. 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 You know who just bought a shitload of Viore clothes is that friend of ours that we, lives in Arizona. Oh, really? Re- yeah, a shitload. He t- told me he loves that shit. It's super, they're super comfortable and they're they're great. Great product. But yeah, I do that. And then I bought a pair of uh, Volcom joggers, like the canvas Volcom joggers. Yeah. And same thing. I like threw a pair on and I really liked them. 
and then I wore them till like the crotch ripped out of a black, like the black pair I had. Uh-huh. And so next time I went on the website, I just bought every color they had. Oh, that's in- how much was that? Like five hundred bucks or something? Less than that, yeah. And but I never fucking I never buy clothes. <laughs> so then when I find it's like like people make fun of it and call it the the work uniform because it's just Viore shorts, Volcom joggers. Um, so, you know, my kids wear, my boys wear those girls, um, leggings from Amazon. I get Mm -hmm. them in like three packs and that's, that's just what they wear for their pants. And then they wear those, uh, wife beaters, those white bleach wife beaters. And Mm -hmm. that's just what they wear every day. Yep. Well, when we were at Greg's house, um, Avi got some hand-me-downs from Greg's son. Mm -hmm. And one of them was these camo stretch pants. They're, they're they're like boy stretch pants. They look like jeans, but they're like a stretchy material. Like you could work out in them, skating them, squatting them, anything. And he wore them once when we were here. And one of the other parents that said to me, said to Avi, oh my God, Avi, you're out of uniform. You look so good. <laughs> and so I, that's it. Avi's done with the girl's stretch pants. He's now moving to boys clothes. Like I, I went, I just went to online and bought him six pair of those. He has a new. Awesome. Yeah, he's he's graduated. You know what's funny is uh the other day Grace like came out of the, the bedroom, she was getting changed and she's like, You know what, you can tell Sivan I'm real pissed off at him and I go, Why? And she goes, I can't wear this outfit anymore because I feel like I'm a three playing brother. And she had oh, it like, was it was a white beater with some just black stretch pants. That's all awesome. it was like a white it was like a white t shirt with yeah, with just the black stretch pants that just awesome. goes to like, you know, don't cover the ankle and I was just cracking up. She's like, I'll just fit right in. I'm I'm a I'm a playing brother now. He gave it uh, Greg gave us uh, Greg's wife gave us two pairs of pants and I was so scared that they were going to be like designer pants. And one of them was designer pants. They're so nice, but I was scared because they're like $90 a pair. I can't buy fucking six pair of $90 pants for my kids. Yeah. But the other ones were from target only $14. So that's ah. his new outfit. Um, four twenty one. This mom and the school district allow boys to watch girls change their clothes at school. Oh, have we, have we already watched We may have already seen this. I noticed that I erased them here, but they're not erased on my phone sometimes. Yeah, and this one's like coming up with like a bunch of ads and stuff. Okay, there we go. Um, 13 year old harassed by gender fluid male lesbian. Oh, yeah, this is good. This is good. I'll read this one. This is good. Okay, I'll bring it up. Don't buy from Target. Oh, how come? Oh, no. Why? Why? Too late. What's wrong with Target? Or should I buy from Amazon, from Bezos? Oh, did. Oh, yeah. I think we played this already. I played okay. this already. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you know what's she's funny? She's complaining that her daughter, that dudes are watching her daughter change in school and she's being like nice when she should not be nice. She should be like, hey, motherfuckers, you have boys in my fucking 13-year-old girl's dressing room. And that's the one where I was like, where are the fathers and uncles? Like the fathers and uncles should just come down there and crack. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. They're in the bathroom chain. No, <laughs> right. Uh, oh, I was wondering if anybody else does this. Like, I tell um, Grace all the time. Like, if we frequent like something that we shop, like we use Amazon. Like you were saying, you use Amazon, or like it reminded me when Ken said, "Don't buy from Target." Yeah. The rule is, is like once I figure out how much, like on monthly or yearly, we kind of spend at these reoccurring places that we shop at for groceries or whatever house supplies and stuff. I try to buy a certain percentage of stock in those same companies. Oh. Oh. So like oh, I, so I would, so you're invest. So you're you have like a commitment to them. You're invested in spending money there. 
Yeah, and I figure it's wow. like, and I don't, wow. this is, you know, this is just a mental thing that I play. I don't know if there's any like mathematical truth to this, but I feel like, hey, if I'm going to give them that much money, we need to own a piece of the company. Right. Right. So we right. shop at Target. We own some Target. We do a lot of our home improvement stuff at Home Depot. We own some Home Depot. Yeah. yeah. We own some Walmart, own some Amazon. Biggest one is Apple. Wow. I, I, yeah. I, I like that. I don't actually, I don't actually go into a Target. I actually, um, I just ordered it online on Target. I don't think I've, I, I don't think I've been in a Target in ten years or twenty years or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, I usually don't too. I get lucky. Grace does pretty much all the shopping. The thought of going to Target makes me ill. Um, where's Isaac's comment here? Okay, Viore, this is your free. It's the core short. K O R E. Those are the ones that I buy all the time, and they work fantastic. Are they above your knee? I can't have something below my knee either. No, yeah, they're above the knee. They're not like super short, but but they're a um, yeah, they're above the knee. Dude, Josh Bridges wears some short shorts. I was looking at his video, like five inch inseam. Yeah, yeah, they have those in the core short, but that's just a little too like little your cock could fall me. out, your hel- helmet could fall out easily. Do one of those squat cleans and get a little peekaboo. Yeah, gonna, hello. <laughs> not gonna be good. <laughs> How about a uh, uh, four nineteen? Welcome to the land of liberals. Think like me. Think like a liberal. <laughs> Here we go. Fuck, finally? I don't <laughs> Only in 2020 could you go into a bank without a mask and not be served. Be refused service because you were not complying with a mask mandate. That is not a law. We have finally come full circle due to the uptick in crime. If you wear a mask, no entry. Well, holy shit, about time. It only took you getting robbed, assaulted, and, oh, I don't know, threatened within an inch of your life in broad daylight in New York City for them to finally have some common sense. Congratulations. <laughs> I don't God, have you? And every time I talk to someone who lives in New York, they just, it sounds absolutely fucking horrible. Like everyone's just a moron that turned into a moron there. So, so now they have signs up saying masks aren't allowed in the bank. <laughs> I always thought that that was so weird too when we did the whole mask thing and like everybody was masked up. It's just like, man, if you would have been standing in a bank and you like look over and someone's got sunglasses on and a surgical mask and they were walking up in 2019, your heart rate would have skyrocketed. You'd be like, this shit is getting robbed. And then now you're just like, oh no, that's just that's just Karen. And she's going to come in here and bitch at you now because you don't have your mask on. <laughs> I have I have a family that I, that must be a problem for them because they, they still want to wear their masks when they're indoors. That's a trip, isn't it? I wonder if it's weird for them that I'm in their family and that like I would lick the side of a fucking donkey. Uh, Jeremy Garcia, I uh, love waking up with the morning call and show. Great listen during my morning long run. Awesome. Good to have you too, brother. Oh, that's cool. I got kind of a okay. little like, hey, hold on, hold on. I want to put that uh, Jeremy Garcia. I'm just putting a tick in the Mexican column. We're only oh, allowing yeah. so many Mexicans to listen to the show this morning. Uh, we have a, uh, you know, because we're trying to get equity. Equity. We only have so much bandwidth. I was going to say, Jeremy's just making me feel lazy because they're just sitting here and I could just imagine him out on a run now. How is he typing like, if he's out on a run? Okay, now we're talking. 
Jeremy He'll lick Linus. a donkey, but not eat a Snicker bar. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. One of my sons won't take the mask off. Oi, oi, oi. The masks are just gone when he wakes up one day. There won't be a choice. I'd lick the side of an Armenian. Oh, I'm done with my run. Good. Oh. Verdu. I just like this guy's name. Ver- I wish this guy said cooler shit because I like his name. Verdusco. He said 0.5. That's funny. That is okay. Good job, Verdusco. <sighs> oh, it's just that Walmart saw too many masks. I drove through uh, San Bernardino County coming back from Arizona. I couldn't believe it. I went into Do you know who's been fucked by the masks is the Mexicans. It's so weird. When I go to Watsonville, it's all the Mexicans are wearing masks. They got totally scared to fucking death. Mm-hmm. And I um and I, and I drove through San Bernardino County and I went to a Starbucks and it was all Mexicans and their fucking half of them had masks. I'm like, oh shit, they fucked you guys. It's been a while since somebody now has walked in because like there was a lot of people there were that weird period where California some places were still doing the mask thing, some places weren't. And like so we'd have a lot of first time people that would come into the gym to check it out. They would like halfway have the mask on, kind of unsure of how it's gonna go. But yeah. it's been a it's been a while since somebody's walked in with the mask on now. Remember I told you my knee was hurting? I told myself I wasn't going to bring this up on the show yesterday. Did, do you remember that? Mm-hmm. So, it, so it, it was really, it was really hurting. And then somewhere throughout the day, it stopped hurting. So I worked out yesterday. Now it's hurting and, again. And I went to bed and everything was fine. Dude, it hurts so fucking bad right now. I keep leaning back like this and having to stretch my leg and open it. Like it's like this. Cause I'm sitting and I keep opening it like this. But I can't even do it myself. I have to use my other foot to push it open because mentally my brain won't let me straighten my leg because it's afraid of the pain. So the other, I put my other foot and force it up like that. Damn, but that's I, not good. No, but it's on the inside. I, uh, Sema, I think, sent me a something or posted something that it's like maybe my hip flexor. It doesn't feel like an injury. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just pain. Feels like something's tight. Well, have you just done the old fashioned set on the ground and roll the barbell across the top of your quad? And no, oh, but it hurts to the touch today. <sighs> hurts where? Like where? Just on the knee? inside. The, you know this thing. You know this thing from doing rope climbs and pegboards. Yeah, you have like one of those on your knee. I think on the oh, on the inside. Like yeah. I, it's, it's like something is. I think something is attached there, and it's irritated. Like a you need to do banded hamstring curls four by twenty five. I think. It, God damn, whatever it is, it's fucking sore. You know what you should do is after the show, when you have the boys out in the garage and you're like having them go through stuff. Yeah. Sit down on the floor. Take take your, you have a 45 pound barbell. Yeah. Take the 45 pound barbell, start on your quad and just set it on top of your, on top of your quad. Like, you know how the collar has yeah. a little like edge piece where the plates slide up against. Yeah. So take that edge piece and let it just roll down the middle of your quad about two inches up above from your knee. Uh-huh. And hang out there with it on both both quads and do like three to four minutes per side. Maybe then you could s- FaceTime me. We could do it together. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go uh, coach. <laughs> I'm gonna go do the mobility class after, like, right after this, and then sit with your. You know what a ninety ninety sit is? So you have one leg bent in front of you, and it's like at a ninety degree angle. Then your other yeah. leg back behind oh, you. It's, it's like a pigeon. Is that a pigeon pose? Yeah, kind of. But you're not like your other leg's not extended. It's also in a ninety ninety position. Okay. And then you take that. Take the same barbell and then put it on the inside of your legs, like your abductor. And then so the barbell runs out that way. And then same, that that centerpiece come down at around 
four inches below the knee and then start rolling your abductor. And if all those are crazy tight, just hang out there for a little bit and just roll each roll each side. You okay. could do the you could do the voodoo floss, but I would definitely suggest from what I'm just the little bit that I just heard from what you were saying, the pressure point inside your abductor with the barbell would probably be more effective than the than the voodoo floss. Because if that abductor is the spot that's really tight, it'll take some focus pressure there to loosen that up and it would be more effective than the voodoo floss. It's crazy that the pain went a hundred percent away during the day. And 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 when I no, not when really. I showered the hot water, it went away too. The hot Yeah, water because once you stimulate blood flow, right? So the lack of blood flow is in what's causing the pain that you feel. And then once you get up and you get moving around and you start to start to get some more blood flow to it, then it doesn't yeah. bother you as much because it's warmed up the blood circulating. Then when you stop and sit again, it starts to get tight. And so that's what I always tell people too. Cause like a lot of times when people experience that, they'll just go right to like, Oh, I'm injured. I can't do this anymore. I need to go see the doctor. And I'm like, like if you're waking up and you're moving around and then all of a sudden the pain is going away, it's significantly subsiding. Once it warms up, that tells you that it's more of a musculature, like stiffness or tightness rather than like an acute, like injury in that. Yeah. Spot. Yeah. It doesn't feel injured. Yeah. It definitely doesn't feel injured. I take it when we go through the mobility session. I stretch like a mofo. I stretched yesterday for fucking two hours. I do so much fucking mobility shit. I've always done it, like since I've been a little kid. Yeah, but sometimes it doesn't need to be stretched. Sometimes it needs to be kind of massaged and rolled out. Yeah, I don't do any massaging shit, but I do all sorts of like stretching and. Yeah. And I think you should definitely work that barbell across your quad and your abductor today. You don't think it's good. It help. You don't think it's like some sort of like aliens or they put something in my water because of my podcast? I hope so, because that would make much better content than me explaining how to roll out your quad with a barbell. But <laughs> um, Or maybe get on some TRT. Okay. Also an option. Always an option. If you go to cahormones.com, cahormones.com, type in code SEVON to get your free blood work if you're in California, but you'll definitely get the free doctor's consultation no matter where you are. That is true. What he said is... Um... <laughs> 100% and each, each with each visit, you get a pair of free Viore shorts. <laughs> Is this true? Vindicate, you get seven, 15% off too? I always think that like if I can don't run the banners and Caleb is so good at running all the banners and stuff. Yeah, he is. Like he's, he's great at it. And I always get like two hours into the show and we run our first banner. <laughs> That's why Caleb is the man. The subscribers are really going up too, by the way. 10 yeah. a day or something. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, it is true. So if you go to Vindicate, okay. So if you do go to Vindicate, you get fifteen percent off if you use the code Sevon. Yeah, I think, my uh, kids love the shirts. Love the shirts. He's got some joggers too. I think that's what I saw on on uh, Vindicate's Instagram. Look like there's some joggers that might be coming out. Um, and uh, four eighteen. Another reason you should definitely vote Democrat. Stay away from those fucking Republicans. <laughs> we need another party altogether. Here we go, 418. So far have been transferred to uh, this female prison. Approximately 40. And how many people have gone from the female to the male prison? Zero. And how many more are they? There are 287 pending applications. To go from the male prison to female prison? Mm -hmm. 33.8 percent of that 287 are registered sex offenders, meaning 
this is not their first offense or a sex crime. So you think some of these people are doing this on purpose, mm -hmm. come to the female prison? Yes, with bad intentions. Do you think this number will grow over the next few years as more people find out that they can have this option mm -hmm. to go into the female prison? Absolutely. There are very few reasons why someone wouldn't want to take advantage of that. To be forcefully housed with a serial rapist is extremely callous and abusive. What it's done is provided the same privileges, the same opportunities to predator and victim. So look at that guy's face. Okay, stop. Uh, yes, we have seen this. Thank you, Trish. And thank you, Mr. Souza. Uh, but the point is, is that there are no women going to the men's prison. It's only men going to the women's prison. I mean, wouldn't you? And no I, Republican. I, no. Once again, no Republican would ever vote for that. Would allow fucking men into the women's prisons to rape the women. And that is what happens. Sorry, go ahead, Susa. Oh, I would say if I had a prison sentence, I'd try to push to be in the women's as hard as I could. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm like, give me the hell out of here. I don't need to be freaking passed around the prison cells. <laughs> I go to the women's one. Four, uh, 417, the selfish wedding. Repeat video about. Oh, God, I really don't want it to rain today. Uh oh yes, I have. Someone just texted me. Have you, yes. Full uh peace on YouTube. Okay, here we go. This is called the selfish I wedding. To be your biggest advocate and your best friend. I commit to sharing with you in seasons of abundance. And in seasons of scarcity, I promise to be your biggest advocate and your best friend. I commit to sharing with you in seasons of abundance and in seasons of scarcity. I don't know if you guys can see that it's stuttering on my end, but this. Oh, fuck. I, I the, the minister chick or I didn't even know those could be girls. Girls can marry people. I didn't know. That I, man, we've really come a long way. Yeah, Since anybody can I've... do that. You just oh, go through okay. and get like a temporary like deputization. I thought you had to be an old dude with a beard. Uh, nah. But they didn't even stop to check on their friend. And that right there is what I, when I think of wedding, that's what I think of. Oh, like, my God. Fuck you. It's all about me. I don't know if you guys could see it was stuttering on Susan's end, but a, a lady, a lady was like there doing the wedding vows for her, uh, what appears to be her friends. And she just starts throwing up. Yeah, she and was officiating the wedding, and during the vows, she just freaking turned and threw up. Yeah, thank you. Officiating the wedding—that's the—that's the legal term. Yeah, and and, her, and the people who were getting married didn't even check on her. No one checks on her. No one cares. They just keep going. And she actually looked annoyed. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. How dare would you throw up during my wedding? I wonder what the fucking story is there. So we put the mic on that camera is way too good, and then that was one of the comments, and then Trish put Susan needs whatever mic that lady had. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know why my internet was uh, acting up. I thought it was like hardwired into the computer too. So now that makes me think I did that completely wrong. Oh, you could go up to the little um, internet thing symbol at the top, the bar, and then go to Wi-Fi settings. Yeah, like network preferences. Yeah, and then hit, um, and then it should say, and then hit details. Where it says Ethernet. No, that's it says not connected. Right. It does. 
Yeah. Like mine's connected to the Wi-Fi. Oh, did you see the network button? Click that network button on the left column. It's below, It goes Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and the network. Wait, you're not talking about that. You're talking about through the um, general settings, right? Yeah. Okay. And then um, Wi-Fi. And it shows mine's connected to Wi-Fi and the LAN connection. It says USB-C LAN and Wi-Fi. Does yours say that? No, I think I didn't know. Mine says Ethernet connected, Wi-Fi connected. Okay. So they're both connected. Yeah, but that's that's weird that it's like... Stuttering? You look yeah. good now. You look good yeah. now. Well, it's only when I go to share something, which is weird. Kind of strange. Turn off Wi-Fi when you are using Ethernet. So that's probably what it is, huh? Sevon Liverking recently mentioned working on a documentary about his natty journey. Thoughts? Hmm. Let's see what happens. I'm going to try to turn my Wi-Fi off and see if it... Uh-oh. Now am I still connected to you? Sousa. Are you fucking with me? Sousa. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I really couldn't tell. <laughs> Um, uh, my hair was pretty long and then I, and then I, uh, I don't know if you're making fun of me or not. My hair was pretty long. My hair is crazy thick. My hair was pretty long. And then I wanted to have it all shaved off a buzz cut. And they said, no, it super cuts. My hair was too nice, which is kind of weird to go in there and be told I couldn't cut my hair. <laughs> and then, um, and then, so then she just shaved the sides, cut the sides and left the, t- the top long. So that's, I mean, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of a unique, I've never had a haircut like this. I do need another haircut though. Uh, four sixteen clothing. This will be the real test. I trip every time I do the podcast or see a picture of myself because when I walk around during the day, I don't think I look like this. It's so weird. Okay, here we go. <laughs> and we're in. this is weird. They go small, medium, large, and then extra large, extra, extra large, extra, extra, extra large. Something happened at large. They just gave up. They were like, I'm not doing any more adjectives. You just keep putting extras on there. (laughs) We could do better than that. Small, medium, large. Whoa. (laughs) Easy. Slow down. Stop it. Interesting. American. Clothing sizes are... Different clothing sizes. That would be interesting. Just to take us above extra large. <laughs> Look at very back talking. You go to supercuts. That's blue pill central. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I put on my six masks and I get in my plastic cubicle. Oh shit. Um uh four fourteen. There's a four. There's a four. Four fourteen B. Do we want A or B? With A. Okay. <laughs> like I like how there's like two sometimes. I don't know why there's an A and a B. That was weird. <laughs> Here's what we got. Okay. Uh, House votes to end COVID vaccine requirements for foreign air travelers. Oh, this is cool. I don't know when this. Uh, they voted on this. It looks like in February, early February. But I still think you need it. If like you flew in today, so I don't know when this goes into effect, but here's the part I wanted to read you guys. Ready? The House of Representatives of the United States of America 
has voted to end COVID-19 vaccine requirements for foreign residents arriving at U.S. airports, one of the last standing pandemic restrictions. Here it comes, people. A bipartisan group of representatives representatives voted 227 to 201 Wednesday in support of a bill to end the requirement, meaning 227 people voted to stop requiring vaccines to come in this country and 201 wanted to keep it going. Every Republican supported the legislation as well as seven Democrats. Nearly all adults visiting the U.S. who aren't citizens or permanent residents must show proof of vaccination before boarding their flight under the current Biden administration regulations. Why? How is that possible? That this that this is split along party lines. (laughs) How is that possible? That that piece that we ran where there's a a mental virus, mm-hmm. it almost feels like it could be true. Like somehow some people got infected with like a mental virus, a retard. They they got like a retardation virus. Dude, it's like group think at its finest. The the Democrats at the top want to push a certain narrative, and if you want to be part of that club, you better fall in line and fall in suit. Otherwise, they'll just push you out. Even even some of the most social socialistic uh, uh, socialist countries on the planet have gotten rid of that, like all those Norwegian countries up there. Um, you can get uh, I don't know what this is. Isn't that what Ozempic is? All the celebs take it. You can get that through California Hormones too. By the way, I would love for someone to. I would, if someone does that through California Hormones, tell me if you want to go to cahormones.com, put in the code word Sevon, say hey, you want to try the diet? I want dying to know here was someone's firsthand account of what the fuck that is. I haven't, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's weird. It's a trip. I don't, it seems like so many fucking people are taking that. I'd be scared to put anything in me like that. Yeah. But if you, but, but fuck Hiller's getting strong. Yeah, he looks he looks great. Yeah. Uh that looks great. For for oh, we gotta get Kat or Philip or Gary on. Do we have either of them scheduled? No. Okay. I'll bug you later today. Uh four fourteen B. Kat said her vagina dried up. But then but, she got back on it. She got it wet again, I guess. Okay. <laughs> uh four fourteen B. Everyone thinks they would be Oscar Schindler if they lived in Nazi Germany. COVID has shown that most people would support the Nazis. Look at my post. Bingo. <laughs> hey, how proud of my how proud must my mom and dad be of me? How proud, fucking proud. Why? Because you stood strong against the... Because I'm uh, fucking Oscar Schindler. I don't even know who that is. I didn't see that movie, but I'm assuming it's like like I hid the Jews in my fucking basement. Because you could think clearly. Yeah. How fucking proud must they be of me? Imagine imagine being a grandparent and knowing that like I didn't get my kids injected. Like somewhere, even even though my parents went full fucking, you know, yes, yes, Mr. Biden. Um, 
they imagine how proud they must be that I didn't get their fucking, if I was my dad, I would be like, holy shit, my son did it. He saved, he saved the Armenian sperm. <laughs> it's crazy. I'd be He's so fucked. He's a pure blood. I would be so proud of me. I know you guys aren't going to like this. Some of you are going to fucking flip, but you got to, you got to start reading about all drugs. You got to start yeah. reading about all the injections. It's funny too. Cause like all the people Just that read all the people that I got pressured from to receive the vaccine, like nothing, yeah. didn't, nobody says anything now. Like no one ever, no one would come back up to me and be like, Hey, like, Dude, you're a boss. Good job. <laughs> not like I was looking for that anyways. No, I knew I was no, swimming upstream. Not. Of course not. Right. And someone close to me one time was like, Well, why wouldn't you just take it? And I said, Well, because I'm I'm not into it. And I why why Same would I Same reason just... your mom doesn't take it, you dipshit. <laughs> and I was like, Why would I not conform? And they were like, Well, it doesn't matter what you do. You're that that's not like and I was like, So I'm voting like against it with my actions. And they're like, Well, your vote doesn't matter. Your vote doesn't count. And I and I just said, I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. I, I understand it'll, and I'm okay it, with that. It'll count when you have fucking myocarditis. And then they were like, well, I'm just saying, and I go, yeah, oh. that I, and I don't disagree with what you're saying either. I don't disagree that like, I, you know, I was going to change something. I was just saying, I, I knew what I was facing and I made my decision and I was comfortable with the outcomes regardless of what they be. Like Novak Djokovic. And I had to jump through a bunch of hoops at times to get stuff and, you know, it was a big deal, especially going into some of the fire stations a while back and things like that. How about the people who feel, if, imagine how shitty you must feel if you got your arm twisted to do it. How fucking resentful you must be. Mm-hmm. What's it? Y- Yashar Lagai Bonabi. I can't, that person just wanted me to try to pronounce their name. Wait, you didn't get injected? I think they're, I think they're being facetious in their comment there. I know it's the name. No, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I just. I know that that movie was huge when I was a kid. Schindler's List. I never saw it. I never saw it either. I mean, I know he's like some guy who saved a bunch of Jews. Yeah, that that movie. Uh, the thing about the reason why I didn't see that movie, Verdusco, is because I heard like fourteen of the people that they showed who died didn't actually die. God, I have an echo. Mm. And um. And, and and I just didn't need any more convincing. But recently, someone's been telling me that they have some great footage of the blood clots that they're finding in people. So maybe I should go look at it. I don't like to be exposed to that stuff. I'd rather just live in ignorance. <laughs> I don't blame you. Almost all my clients in Boston still require VAC status for new candidates. Are, are you like a, a massage therapist or a chiropractor or a doctor? Yeah, it looks like she's just a job recruiter. Oh. Oh shit! Meaning, like Crazy. all the companies, yeah, that bring on people. Crazy. And by the way, too, I don't, I think that people should just be, um, should just process all the decisions that they're making about themselves, and especially what they push other people to do, to just make sure that they're comfortable standing by that decision, regardless of the one you made, right? Like, I don't, I don't know everything, and I can't make the decisions like for you. But as long as you're somebody who's like, hey, I took in all the evidence that I did at the time, and I decided to go with the vaccine, and and it is what it is like good on you, but it just really sucks for those people that are like, I didn't really want to do it, but I got all this pressure then I was forced into it. And then, you know, that's a shitty position to be in. I work for a data analytics company. Their existence depends on data. They absolutely refuse to accept the data on the vaccine and still require it and say, get boosted. Yeah. That's fucking batshit crazy, but I hear you. Hey dude, all the insurance companies know. 
Yeah, they have to know. All the insurance companies know. They know the truth. Yeah. All the insurance companies know. Find someone who works in an insurance company and ask them, hey, so what's going on? Are more people dying? Oh, what's going on with healthcare? What's going on with like, do do you you have any uh, information on the vaccine? They all know. Yeah. Because and and they're making moves to make sure that they keep making money off of whatever. Like they don't, I mean, I don't know if they don't care and no one wants anyone to die. And why do they know? Because their whole business model is ran off like statistical predictability. Right. That's that. That's one of the few places in the medical profession where there is real science. Yeah, because they they're not going to fabricate anything. They're just no. going to look at the no. statistics of it and the data, and they're going to take it in and say, "Hey, can we make what's the predictive value about this that we're taking in? Have we taken in all the information and and have we processed it correctly? Because then you could say, "Yeah, we're going to charge all these males, sixteen to age twenty four, much more on car insurance because the predictive value of them crashing their car into something is very high compared to a female sixteen to twenty five years old. Therefore, they cannot justify on paper the significant upcharge in car insurance as they can with males." Perfectly said. Okay, I got to run pretty soon. Okay. Do you want to get one more in? Sure. The last day of our nutrition challenge. I think some of the people that are on this podcast well, have been watching Grace and I's live when we do the nutrition challenge. What live. time is your nutrition challenge at nine thirty? Um, it started at it started at eight thirty. Oh, you're an hour late. Yeah, Grace is okay with it. <laughs> She's like, "Do you have a podcast?" And I was like, "Yeah." She goes, "Okay, I'll get other people to help me set up thing." And I felt bad because she's setting up this big, like, fun obstacle course, an adult obstacle course at the gym. Oh, and you're going there. And I'm going to go there. Yeah, I'm going to try to get some footage. And then tonight at usually at 7 p.m. or 6.30, we go live on Cross Lamar's YouTube channel. And we do like a nutrition Q&A and recap the day and talk about the nutrition challenge. I'm fasting today. Good on you. Uh, 403. Hey, you know when your body – have you ever noticed like there's times in your life where your body just goes through a change? Like – like in a month, like like when you're 17 to 18, there's like a month and you're like, whoa, something just happened. I don't I remember being like conscious of it. Oh, I'll talk to, I'll talk to you about it later. Something's happened to me. I, I just got I, like my bob fucking knee hurts. I'm just something's <laughs> happening. I'm just I'm just like, fuck, I think I just like I clicked over into the God's like, OK, throw him in the old bucket. OK, good. Yeah, Sevon. Yeah, two S's, one T. Yep. OK. I don't know if it's the old bucket. I mean, that drive from Arizona is. Oh, intense, you think that may have fucked set my knee up for failure? I mean, that and the inflammation uh, habits of your nutrition that were introduced in your diet during that week. I think wow. Is a deadly wow. Combination that's of the brilliant. Field. That's brilliant. At least that's God what I would tell damn you. It. Look you. at Katie's doing it too to me. Oh, my. No, my dick is hard as a rock. <laughs> Fucking knock out your front teeth with that thing. Um, uh, 403, 403. I don't even know what this is. There was nothing written by it. Oh, this is good. Yeah, this, I like this. This is good. Oh, shoot. I clicked the wrong button. Okay. And we're in. They're taking the wheel. I have an eight-year-old daughter who is absolutely dynamic, who can do anything athletically, intellectually, spiritually, and emotionally. She is a dynamo. And I don't want a man swimming against her in the pool. The fact is, I don't want her playing against boys in soccer. I don't even let my sons rough her up. Do you think I'm going to let your son rough her up? This is what we're talking about. Policy going back to the parents. Because if you think people who love America are willing to fight for it, you haven't met parents yet. Because I'm telling you, parents will go further 
down any street than anyone who loves their country enough. My name is Brian Echeverry. I thank you for your service. And we're taking back the wheel. The parents are taking... And we're taking back the wheel. That's good. Dang, I like the parent. There's like two parents behind him. And as his speech went on, like their head nods and smiles like grew more and more. He's nodding his head. Yeah, they're like, we agree with that. Uh, tomorrow we have Ronnie Teasdale on. Yep. That's cool in the morning. Yeah, that'll be fun. Oh, shit. The fucking live calling number was. <laughs> I just put it on for shit. Uh, glad to be active. Uh, Verduzgo. Nathaniel Verduzgo uh, Richardson. Glad to be actively following you again. Sevon Telbridges. He's got a hidden Ironman race these next couple summers. Boulder home of the race. CrossFit. I don't know what that is. Uh, well, I'm it's, uh, glad to have you. The show's exploding. All the new people who've been coming on, thank you. You guys are great. We're having a blast. Um, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning with uh, Ron Ronald Teasdale, otherwise known as Raw of Earth. Have a good Sunday. Bye-bye. Fun show.